This transmission's coming in from Club Flashpoint. You're listening to a UNATCO exclusive broadcast, so be sure your lines are secure. I like how you're doing a Steve Bloom voice, Dale. Hey, J.C. Denton is one step away from Steve Bloom. But anyway, welcome to Club Flashpoint, gang. (laughs) Thanks for listening um, to a third year of a podcast. Year three, let's go. I'm Fading Cross. I'm Dale Flashpoint. And I am Uncle. Uncle, you're visiting us again after the triumphant debut of KOTOR. Welcome back, Uncle. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm having so much fun. (laughs) Well, I'm convinced. (laughs) Uncle. (laughs) No, I'm having a great time. I'm trying to try out an NPC voice because I feel like that's the theme of the day. Well, that's what you get when you bring Steve Bloom into it. (laughs) Every NPC ever voiced. (laughs) <laughs> That's not entirely true. That's not entirely true. Mostly anime. Uh, Western adaptations of. Mm. But here at Club Flashpoint, we like to talk about a game we've been playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, we, yeah, are, yeah, yeah. we are monthly. Uh, we're a game club. We're a game club. Like a book club. Or like a piano club. But every month. You know? Or like a recital. Or well, like a... What's other clubs that are monthly? Some people do like pants clubs. Where they try out new pants. Every month. Um, I am familiar <laughs> with tea clubs where they like drink different teas. Yeah. Okay, but you got to explain a pants club? This uh, isn't. No, that's not a thing. My, oh, okay. <laughs> my parents had a bar club growing up. Oh. Yes. They was were... it weekly? That feels like uh, a weekly thing. Yeah, it was a weekly thing. And uh, they had to change the name of it uh, after us kids uh, came to school and the teachers heard us talk. Hey, you guys going to bar club? <laughs> because uh, it was a weekly get together for all our families and yeah, my yeah. parents would be drinking. But that's just what the kids called it too. Hey, you guys going to happy hour? You guys going to bar <laughs> club? Uh, teachers heard that and so it became family fun night from then, yeah. from then on out. Yeah. <laughs> bar club, oh, we're studying for the bar exam. Yeah. Um, yeah. My family's highly litigious. Yeah. <laughs> None of us were that clever. Darn. <laughs> but besides the game that we play this yes. month, uh, we also like to talk about one other game we played. And Uncle, I'm going to throw it to you. Yeah. What game have you been playing this month that uh, is not Deus Ex? The game that is not Day of Sex is uh, Total War Warhammer 3. It's oh, really... you've been playing that? <laughs> yeah, it's... Who know me? Who is not you, listener? Uh, 
know that it's really the only other game I usually have time to play or make time to play. Um, it's a real-time strategy game mixed with a turn-based empire management game. It's very Warhammer. Um, lots of factions, lots to do. Uh, I like strategy. I like making lots and lots of guys run around and hit each other with swords. It's fun. Spells are fun. Empire management sometimes can be really fun. What does this current iteration of Warhammer look like for you? Uh, this this current playthrough, you mean? Yeah, sure. Um, or yeah. just like this period of your life. Like, maybe it's not this playthrough, <laughs> but like, oh, I've been experimenting with X in all my playthroughs or something. Um, I really, so a, a really unpopular campaign among a lot of other Total War Warhammer players is the Changeling campaign. campaign. It's, a, it's a relatively recent one that came out. Um, and basically, instead of taking over areas in a conventional means or, or actually directly controlling cities, you just plant cults in other people's cities. And so oh. instead of taking over the world or destroying other factions, you're incentivized to just manipulate all the other factions. And I love that. Some people don't really like that. They like painting the map with their the color of their country. Uh, I, I have a lot of fun. Some people do. Yeah, I have a lot of fun just making people who really should be allies fight each other. Uh, absolutely breaking the sandbox that's already completely broken. Hell yeah. It's a lot of fun. I It's it's like my favorite way to play because I can just go over hundreds and hundreds of turns just messing around with an increasingly insane AI. <laughs> it's pretty fun. Yeah. That, that rules. Uh, what's the fucked up thing about changelings in this world? Like what's the what, what's going on with the Warhammer changelings? Uh, there is only really one changeling in the Warhammer world. Oh, it is, it is a demon um, of Zinch, Zinch, uh, and it can become anything that it encounters. Basically, mm-hmm. so you basically you you spend the game not in, so whenever you're using the changeling in combat, you're not the changeling. You're copying one of your enemies or allies that you've encountered and either defeated or, or made a connection with. Um, and that's, that's kind of how you, um, and you, you engage in battle is, is by playing as somebody else. Okay. So yeah, it's like, okay. So Lucifer, it, Lucifer changing <laughs> yes. into things. Oh, absolutely. Changing into the snake, changing into a hot guy to convince people to do bad things. Yes. All, all for your own ends. Like, yeah. like a Neil Gaiman Lucifer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, you, like the or the Lucifer in that universe. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, a lot of fun. Very, very me. Very uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Dale, what have you been playing? Oh, what, what, what's the boy. what's the game you want to talk about this month? I have been playing a game that I found for free on good old Epic Games uh, called Sail Four.
It's this very adorable action-adventure game developed by Festive Vector. That's a, that's a sweet name. That's pretty cool. Festive Vector. Published by Quantum Astrophysicist Guild. Okay. Yeah, it's about okay. a year old. Uh, came out last December. Just just over two years old. No, just over one year old. It's in its second year of existence. Anyway, it's a boat game. I like boats. What kind of boat game? Sail forth. You you have sailboats that. Well, it could have uh, been like a cloud boat. You're right. It could be like cloud boats. <laughs> or like land boats. Right. It could be land boats. It could be land boats. It uh, could be space boats. <laughs> it yeah. could be space boats. Solar sails. Hell yeah. Wikipedia calls it an action-adventure game, but as we all know, it's a twin-stick shooter. Um, so the uh, writer for the game was Jeff Sparks, Don Thacker. Those two guys came up with a really cute little narrative about... Boats. That's really all it's about. There are okay. some like quirky characters. You meet the scientist guy that um oh oh it's a, it's a Dr. Zisu, Steve Zisu's Life Aquatic, Wes Anderson movie. Cool, cute little nod to a quirky boat movie. Uh um So is it just boat references? Like what's the like goal of the it's kind of uh, it's kind of like build up your boat fleet. You got okay. you start out with one ship, and you can recruit another ship. You find uh, pirates. You can beat the pirates and recruit them to your team. You oh. can find castaways and recruit them to your team. Assembling a flotilla. Assembling a flotilla, and then you can outfit them with cannons. There's a little research tree where you can upgrade your cannons. That sounds neat. Uh, you gotta collect lumber, but that's as far as I can tell the only resource other than like the the thing to do the research. Um, so it's not like craft heavy. It's just craft light. Get wood to build boats and repair boats. Very craft light, very boat heavy. Is it sail around with uh, I use WASD and keyboard mouse. Uh, you know, a little mouse keyboard action. I'm sure you could use a controller if you wanted to. Is uh, there like a goal? Is there an end goal for the game, or is it just like open waters right now and you just got to level up and get stronger? So, I haven't gotten that far because I've just been doing open water, sailing around, having a really oh. good time. I think there's like a story where you help the scientist, Dr. Zisu, research what this purple rock is, and then the pirates want the purple rock, so you got to fight the pirates, and then... There's this pirate named, like, Bony Boss Man, and there's, like, a bad <laughs> bad dude guy or Oh, shit. Him. It's Bony Boss <laughs> Bony Man. Bony Boss Man's here. Uh, <laughs> fuck. That's the, that's the flag of Bony Boss Man on the horizon, sir. We need to turn yeah, around. Yep. Yeah, turn, turn sails and go the other way. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no, I haven't gotten into the story. It's just so much fun to <laughs> sail around this really low-poly, uh, uh, very colorful ocean. Um, it, it reminds me a lot of Wind Waker, where there's like just zones, and then between the zones, it's just wide open waters and really mm-hmm. cool, calm music. Um, and so I like that. Uh, beyond that, it's just it's like a mindless, cute game. Sail forth. Uh, I recommend it if you just want to unplug your brain. And look at cool water and listen to relaxing music. I'm sorry, I'll be getting into uh, Skull and Bones. That's vaporware, it doesn't exist. <laughs> Coming out next month to no, play. No, it's not. <clears throat> I don't think so, actually. You know it's what? It's going to get delayed again somehow. Somehow. Yeah, Singapore's going to do like a tariff shutdown or something, and they just can't release it due to some weird tax law. Something. Something. Do you know Skull and Bones, Uncle? Uh, Uncle's not plugged into the boat scene. 
Ah, uh, boat games. You know, are, we are we're boat. Oh boat yeah, pros around the here. hot topic of boat games. <laughs> everyone's everyone's talking about boat games, especially right now. on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, known yeah. boat and game enthusiasts. Yeah. I'm not a, flashpoint. Not a boat uncle. Uh, uncle, I am a um, I am a, a war buff uncle. Hell yeah! Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the cool uncle that was like playing the like really intense looking game. Yeah. Like the a, a typical a typical like dad game is like a, a airplane simulator and shit like that. Yeah. But an uncle game is a crunchy RPG or a weird <laughs> grand strategy game. Hell yeah. yeah. That's yeah. an uncle game. Flash notes on Skull and Bones. Yes. In 2017, Ubisoft was like, yo, remember Assassin's Creed Black Flag and the boats in Assassin's yes. Creed Black Flag? We're going to make a game that's just that. Now that I do know. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. And it's coming out next month. It's maybe. coming out next month, maybe. Holy cats. Here we are in the year of our Lord 2024. Will it sink Ubisoft? And we might get <laughs> we might get a public beta soon. So they're maybe. saying. This might be a boat uncle now. Whoa. We've got a convert. <laughs> what about you, Faden? Faden, it is faded to you to yeah. tell us what game yeah. has occupied your time outside of do the sex. Um, okay, so, typical of me. Looked at a back catalog of stuff that I wanted to play, wanted to finish. Decided to pick up a game that I started in, like, 2003. And haven't finished it until yesterday. <laughs> and I played through uh, uh, Star Wars Rogue Squadron 3 Rebel Strike for the GameCube. That game's kind of bad, yes. <laughs> yes. especially compared to how amazing Rogue Squadron 2 is. It's kind of a bad game, Darn. but I like it because I'm a sicko. It's weird that, uh, okay, so I had this you, demo, you like bad stuff. I had this GameCube demo disc, uh-huh, uh-huh. and it was like one of the few things that was like, I had like three games and this GameCube demo disc, mm-hmm. and one of the two games I would play all the time is... <laughs> Sonic Heroes, where it's the first uh, uh, Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails level, and then some, like, random midpoint Shadow, Rouge, and some weird robotics level, robot level. And so I played those all the time. The other thing was the Hoth level from Rebel Strike 3. I played that a lot. I would try to get gold as often as I could in it. And now I finally have been just playing it for actual, for real. It is... Different from the other games because now there is like this like isometric third person shooting that's atrocious. It's really bad. You're like running around as Lou Khan, Leia, or Wedge, just like shooting, shooting guns, and the aiming's really bad because it's like this weird lock-on system. And <laughs> the, the the whole thing you just need to worry about. Just jump around. Just hit the X button repeatedly and jump around. In the Luke missions, you get a lightsaber. That just, you just press A and you're just swinging wildly and you're hoping you hit your enemies. Now, there it was a really funny moment where Yoda did teach Luke how to double jump. <laughs> Went in the air. 
Use the force you can to do a double jump. <laughs> Cal Castus. Cal Castus, double jump he can. Like, yeah, no, this is the original Cal Castus double jump he can, and it killed me. So, I, you know, I got that out of it. The ending Luke level is this, like, Sarlacc pit rescue mission, and the skiffs are just, like, circling in, like, concentric circles, and you have to jump from skiff to skiff, but the camera changes, and that changes the direction you need to push the control stick, and so you just die going one way, but the camera changes, and now you're going a different way. I somehow silvered that mission. It's very arcadey. You want to keep going back and try to get all the medals and stuff and unlock the secret levels. And the secret levels aren't just... There's only really one that's good. And you just... It's the... You play as the A-Wing that kills the Super Star Destroyer. Uh-huh. In the last, like, Return of the oh. Jedi. Yeah. And you don't really know by it. Cra- in, by crashing, right? By crashing. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I'm, like, shooting the command bridge of the Super Star Destroyer, and then the game, like, hard cuts, shows that exact scene of the A-Wing crash through the Super Star Destroyer. Amazing. It's very goofy. It also uses scenes from the movies because it really tries to just recapture movie scenes and like kind of add a little filter filler around them for some reason. It doesn't. I want it. I want it to work. It doesn't really work. It sometimes is really funny because they just cut off key parts and they're like, just go, go, go. Like Luke's fighting Vader. Luke gets thrown out the window. Now Luke's going down the pipe. Screw all the Luke. I am your father stuff. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that you're going to rescue Luke and the millennium Falcon. Flying the ships feel great though. Okay. That's the part that I love about the game. It's just the ship flying is still really good. You can't really beat it. And there's a lot of different ships in this one. Some levels, you can use other ships, but I tried, like, you can't fit a Millennium Falcon through, like, a laser grid. It's just impossible. So you can't beat that level if you choose that one. Interesting. Which, lame. I don't know. It's a weird game. I want to like it, but Han Solo has this confrontation, like, when he's blowing up the Endor... Uh, shield generator base this one random stormtrooper in dark armor comes up and starts shouting i'm here to get you solo and han just responds sharkly i knew your evilness would show up again but i didn't think you'd be here and i'm just sitting here like who the fuck is this guy who's who's sharkly it's sharkly which that is is very star wars though name a character and expect it it act like everyone should know who that is right club shitto like, it's Glup Shitto all yes. over again. <laughs> and I realized, oh yeah, that's the guy who uh, Wedge fights in his tree of missions. You have like different trees that takes the point of view of different characters, which I think is interesting, but the Luke missions are just so god-awful. I hate the Luke missions so much. And yeah, I just I played that, unlocked all the levels. I don't recommend it. Just play Rebel <laughs> uh, Rogue Squadron 2, uh, Rogue Leader. Better game. Okay. <laughs> have you played the Jedi Starfighter game? I have not. Oh, I have. Okay. I remember really liking that as a child, but I have not played it since I was a child. Yeah, I didn't really latch onto it. I really like the Rogue Squadron games. Like, the first okay. and the second one are super good. Highly recommend Battle for Naboo. That's amazing. Um, But not three. Don't get three. Don't try three. Unless you have someone you can co-op with and then you play the campaign of two it just has all the campaign of two as the co-op missions they just made them for co-op people cool yeah a weird choice no co-op in the second game (laughs) even weirder choice 
Don't know what they're doing. Oh, the intro of Rebel Strike is also Disco Star Wars. And they have people doing disco dancing. Very I forgot nice. to mention that. That's important. Nico, that's, that's the important. number one hit. Yeah. In the 70s. Except for some odd reason. I mean, not some odd reason, obviously. But I thought it was weird. Leia's in her slave outfit, of course. That's very weird. That's why, very why weird. Why would they do that? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just everyone normal. And then, like, dancing around kind of Leia in the center in her slave outfit. I'm like... Two of these people in here are related to her. I don't. I don't like this <laughs> <laughs> because it's Darth Vader too. True. Is <laughs> also doing disco dancing. <clears throat> Hell yeah! While the Lucas Arts animation is in his like uh, square like chess piece. You're just thinking about that. I am. It's in my head. Yeah, Dale. I'm da- trying to dance it over here, <laughs> thinking about the yes. disco Star Wars. It's a confusing image. <laughs> There's a just that song is 12 minutes long. It's um, really good though. It has one of the greatest marimba solos I've ever heard. <laughs> when they get to the cantina band part, they just cut loose on this marimba mm-hmm. and the, it's, oh, it's so good. Uncle, have you not heard it? I have not heard it. Ooh. <laughs> I have to expose you to that after yeah. this. Could, could we legally get away with putting all 12 minutes of Miko's disco star? We probably <laughs> can. <laughs> But I would prefer not to. Okay. Listeners, look it up. It's worth your time. <laughs> and and find the like 12-inch disco full mix, not the radio edit. Yeah, radio edit is for uh, uh, cowards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you got to get the whole thing. Should we talk about Deus Ex? I was going to actually yes. bring up the other cut on that album, Other oh. Galactic <laughs> Funk, which is just Miko jamming out on like some cool ideas about what it would be like to be a space funk band. <laughs> like but, yeah, a jizz whaler do, of sorts. What what would it be to be a jizz whaler? But sure, we could do a video game podcast. Like yeah, we I guess have we for can. the last two years. <laughs> yeah. Year three, Deus Ex. Let's go. <sighs> Let's go. So, uh, what we like to do here is we like to do a uh, thirty-second elevator pitch to pitch the uh, merits of the game to try to sell the game, maybe sell the audience if they're not aware what Deus Ex is. Who knows? And all of last year, we did a year of Touchstone Games, and uh, me and Dale traded traded responsibilities for this. But since we're back to normal, we can inflict the elevator pitch on our guests, like which we like to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm setting a timer for 30 seconds. Oh, I thought you were setting it for 50 minutes. No, 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 no. 
It was set for 15 minutes. I'm changing that. Could we set it for 15 minutes? I want to hear the like 15 full... minute elevator pitch. I want to hear Absolutely. the full boardroom pitch. <laughs> Let me go get my charts. Yeah. It should take you as long to explain the game as it should take to get through like one level of the game. Hey, we oh, got to save okay. it. We got to get the elevator <laughs> right. pitch. Okay, okay. So, this anyway. It's a three part episode, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> On your mark, get set, pitch. Imagine an insane world, a far future where most currency is digital, where cops are bad guys, and where governments somehow can't be trusted. A psycho, insane, unimaginable dystopia where disease riddles the population, but many don't even believe in it. Where the vaccine is is available, but only to the rich. Can you imagine this world, listeners? Can you hack into somebody else's email, find out what their ATM allows you to steal from them? I'm sold. (laughs) This sounds like a really fantastical world that has, like... I've like I've never heard of this before. This sounds fresh and new in yeah. a sense of like this I could never conceive of a world like this. Damn. This is original. It's, Radically it's different wild. from what we know in our true lives. Yeah. Right. It couldn't be yes. based on reality once at you, all. Not once ours. You open your eyes, all three of them, you will see that it is in some ways kind of real. <laughs> Whoa. Like a dark <laughs> reflection of our own experience. Yeah. So Deus Ex, huh? Yeah. Uh, uh, developed by Ion Storm, publisher Idios Interactive. Idios? Eidos? Eidos. Eidos Interactive. Rip, rip, rip. <laughs> um, especially to Square Enix selling them off and Embracer going, you know what? Fuck every single company we bought. I thought for some odd reason the Deus Ex was in the dark engine. No, that is Thief. This was an Unreal Engine. Game mm-hmm. early, early Unreal. Yes, one of the yeah, very, very early. Came well, out... Unreal Tournament was the first one. Come on well, now. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, <clears throat> Dale, for that historical correction. We oh, want, we yeah. want, we want to be honest here. Yes. We want to give you the facts Holy only, shit. unless we don't know the facts, and then we are yeah. sorry for misleading you. You, you know the facts that I got wrong. The gamer trust. Yeah, sure. What facts did you get wrong? The, the Unreal, correction. Unreal Tournament was not the first instance of the holy shit. Yeah, monster <laughs> kill. God, like really, it like it came out the same year as Halo Two, the, those voice packages. Okay. But like they they copied Halo Two, but I thought it was the other way around. I thought Halo Two copied it, and I think it was the third. Unreal I think you're still getting this wrong. I get it mixed up. <laughs> I think you're getting this way wrong. You just asserted that the Halo announcer was the same as the Unreal announcer. That's that was what your it was. assertion, and because Halo just copied it and got the same guy when they didn't. No. Was it Halo copied the words with a different guy? Is no, they had different words, too. I thought Monster Kill was just like, well, Monster Kill, you can't it's, really copyright you Monster You can't really Kill. copyright mm-hmm. Monster Kill, nor any of those. You can't copyright any of them. No. They're just words. <laughs> They're just if words, If we're copywriting man. words, yeah. what are we doing? And so, <laughs> Deus Ex came out, you know, June 23rd uh, in the year 2000. Mm. Mercer Sim game? Probably one of the urtex of immersive sim games, and this kind of—I don't know—they don't make these anymore, do they? What could you define for us? What an immersive sim game is? I have always take immersive sims to be games that give you many gameplay options to approach problems. Okay, you have to get inside the locked building. 
How do you get inside the locked building? Do you find a computer terminal that can unlock it? Do you talk to someone and like do a favor for them that will give you the key? Do you maybe find a way to like move a box to jump on top of that box, access yeah, a vent, yeah. go through the vent? So it is – there's a problem and there's many specific gameplay options to the solution. Okay. And, and I just want to I just want to remind our listeners, you said they don't make these anymore? Yes. Not I was, really. I would like to challenge that. Have you played Dishonored? Because Dishonored Dishonored is, is almost 10 years old. Have you played – I got one. Have you played Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom? Not really an immersive sim. Oh my god, is that an immersive sim? No, it's By not. your definition that you just presented, giving you gameplay options to approach different puzzles and solve them in different ways. I think first person is an essential element of this genre. Is it? I or is it just solving puzzles with different gameplay elements? Here's mm. the thing. Twilight? No, Tears of the Kingdom. The Twilight Princess mm. of our time. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. The solution to Zelda is always the same in the end. <laughs> Kill, kill Ganondorf. <laughs> no, not even kill Ganondorf. Kill the thing that's behind the wall. Okay. You know what I mean, though. <laughs> yeah, Twi- I mean... Tears of the Kingdom. I don't know why I want to keep saying Twilight I, Princess. <laughs> I, I think Tears why. of the Kingdom is a contender for a modern immersive sim. That's my that's my hot take of the day. It's a physics box. Isn't that what Day of Sex is? I don't a think so. A physics box it, it, where it really you're is doing like, modifications it's more just to your like gameplay more about elements like... to different differentiate your <laughs> physics <laughs> ways? I jump higher now so I can get top, on top of the box. I lift heavier things now because of my augments. That's modifying physics. I know. We can always abstract things out, but the adventure... It's a twin-stick shooter. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm done. I just I've been saving that bombshell in my. In it's my not brain. a bombshell bomb because it's, it's not... a huge. It's totally an immersive sim. It's an adventure game. I'll leave now. <laughs> it's just an adventure, an adventure game. game. I like that description. That's like what that. is, what you're. That's like the verbs you're doing in Zelda is adventure and discovery, not like puzzle box solution like Deus Ex verbs are. The verbs are different. Verbs are important. Okay. <laughs> You're not adventuring in Day of Sex? Not really, no. Okay. No, not really. See, that's what I was saying, though. I think Day of Sex is an adventure game. That you're <laughs> on an adventure. You're making decisions about how you solve the problems of the adventure. And I, I think... I think in, the, kind of in, that, have... I th- in that way, I see the comparison. But, they yeah. all, but the thing about Day of Sex, it all... Like, it all comes from the desk of Manderley. <laughs> <laughs> it all kind of terminates at the same branch, usually, though. It, it kind of has a weird, like, it gets thicker in the middle, and <laughs> I don't Our, know how to describe it. How do you describe here, it? Here, I think, is a, an important distinction. Are immersive sims predominantly linear? Like, yeah, you yeah. get these sandboxes to do different things in, but you're going yeah. on. You're going on Tears levels. of the Kingdom is not that. No. Tears of the Kingdom is. <laughs> no, it's an adventure. A, but it's still an immersive sim adventure. <laughs> anyway, we're not talking about Tears of the Kingdom. I don't know why <laughs> this is. <laughs> you haven't even beaten it. You know, I'm like 70% of the way through. Miserable. <laughs> Miserable. Game, the games are too big and too vast and too it's, many. It's very, very hard for me to play and, and complete a Zelda game. They're really... <laughs> all the Zelda games are too Huge. big. They're too big for me. <laughs> I felt that way about Deus Ex. That it was too, yeah, so what, too big at times. Yeah, let's, yeah. Maybe, let's maybe take a step back and let's... <laughs> let's, let's, let's Hit everyone's overall thoughts. We'll, yeah. we'll start with you, Dale, seeing as you're you're coming in hot and fire. I'm coming in hot and fire. Well, I just love your. They don't make immersive sims anymore. I think they do. We're I just, don't think they really don't. I think AAA games don't. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's is what that I mean. Is that is? Okay. They as in culturally, okay. like we used to have... Bioware like, is not making immersive sims anymore. Mm. Name me I a just, Bioware immersive sim. I picked a company. Okay, okay, okay. Bungie is not making immersive mm. sims anymore. You're not going to go out there and find a, a, well, a Valve It's more. Sim. It's more that the studios that make these games have all shut down. Okay. Hmm. Right, That's the important stuff. And, and the institutional knowledge of making these games is kind of lost. Now, granted, Prey came out in 2017, so seven years oh, ago. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, Prey that's, was like, I feel like, example. I feel like Prey is like, yes. it felt like a... It's a like modern a, iteration of, of, of Deus Ex, formula, the System Shock formula, the Bioshock yep. formula. Oh, Bioshock's not an immersive sim. Not as much. No, Bio- Bioshock much. is like anti-immersive sim. Yeah, I'm a little bit... Yeah, let's go back. If anyone that. if anyone wants to hear our thoughts, we have a great episode of Bioshock from October. Oh, poor Jake. 20. Yeah, poor Jake. We jumped on Jake. Because yeah. does Jake love Bioshock? Jake he had us yeah. play it. That was his game he oh. picked for us. I do enjoy Bioshock. At least I did. Uh but I not it's not a it's not as fun on the replay. Did you know you're playing a video game? <laughs> yes. Did you know uh, yeah. that you could make choices, but you're still playing a video game? Uh, yeah. If you really wanted to stop the violence, why didn't you just walk away and turn off the console and never play again? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so these, like, just the institutional knowledge to make these things is kind of lost. Now, again, this is obviously not true in the indie space where you have games like Cruelty Squad coming out. Rot Flesh. Sure. Um... There's another one that flipped. There's a lot of them. That's the thing. Yeah. There is a lot of them. People are making these And there's things. some cool ones, too. But, but the Deus Ex is a good example of... Uh... Where it all started and how far we have come. <laughs> yeah, so overall thoughts, Dale. Oh, garbage can game. Don't waste your time. <laughs> oh, my God. Not wow. even mods can save this experience. Why do you think that? It's so... Oh, <laughs> it's like it smells like mothballs. It's like, this game is just give me applesauce and a back pill. All right, Grandpa. <laughs> now, some viewers, some listeners might be thinking, but wait, isn't your favorite game, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, a <laughs> game that is older than Deus Ex, Grandpa? It is. It incredibly is because there are games that age like wine mm-hmm. and there are games like that age like hot cheese. Yes. And Deus Ex is hot monster cheese. <laughs> it's so, it, there are things that shine about this game because it was like a, a very early example of 3D interaction with environments, and that's cool and respectable. And there are things that fucking suck about this game, like mm-hmm. mapping throw your weapon to tab by default because we have not developed a standardized control control scheme yet because it's 2000 and the freaking wild west of developing games for computer. People are trying shit. Yeah, they were. <laughs> but you keybind later, right? Yeah, I figured out how to change keybinds, thankfully. Thank you, uncle. You, you are saved welcome. you saved yes. a little bit of my experience, but ultimately I could not finish this game and resorted to watching a let's play, which mm-hmm. was also sleep inducing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah. Can can uh, would you where'd you end? Well, let's get like a baseline of where you end. I gameplay. almost got to Hong Kong. I got to the LaGuardia private airfield and was like two steps away from confronting uh, Lebedev. And, you did not uh, almost get to Hong Kong. Okay, that was like no. Well, okay, the next part was the raid in Paul's apartment. I, I didn't get to save mm. my brother. And then there's another part after that too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You had a little ways to go. You, yeah, you were not close to Hong Kong. You yeah. barely made a third of the way through the game. Is quite long. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hong Kong is like half yeah. of the game. I'm mm. honestly, I'm glad you stopped where you did. Then, if if it was, it was so hard for me yeah. to play. Yeah, Uncle, what about what about your general oh. thoughts? It's this is hard for me because I, I I'm I'm confused with my thoughts about this game. I th- I would say right now I appreciate this game. That's yeah, I appreciate this game, and I think. I like that you. I liked your analogy. The the this is fine wine or fine cheese, uh, but it, it's a cheese that doesn't age. I think I'd counter that analogy because I think there are a lot of people that could appreciate this where rotten cheese is unappreciatable. I think this is more like a scotch. This is an old fucking scotch, and okay. some people like that burn. They like that. What to us is, is a yucky pain, mm-hmm. because this game is not for me. No, I would say this game is is probably not for me. It it's frustrating in ways that are perhaps unique to me. I'm I'm not good at parts of this game <laughs> in really frustrating ways. I I get lost really easily. And this is a game. This is an old it's game. It's so dark, as Dale has mentioned. It's an old game. It's it's it hasn't aged visually very well. I think there are some mods that help that, um, but I didn't use them. And it's it's clunky. It's uh, games have come a long way uh, since since this came out. Um, but really, the, my problem with this game was it, ultimately it was about me. I uh, I am a little forgetful with the hitting that plus button, the quick save, the the God saving uh, grace of this game. You must have quick save at your disposal, uh, or you will find this a very frustrating game. I think there is no auto save uh, like we have in modern games. So you'll hit a really important milestone, and then maybe you know not pay attention for a few moments, set, hit a trip mine, and realize I haven't saved in an hour. That's really frustrating. And when you're as careless as I, uh, you, that happens a lot. And so I, I often found myself losing lots of progress over and over and over again, and it made it difficult for me to get through it. I couldn't finish it. Yeah. I, um, I, I think more. How far did you get? I made it to the rooftop of Area Fifty One, which hey, I, last level I understand is the last level, a very long level. Um, it's True. Also, what I understand the the playthrough I watched or or very much sped my way through um, <laughs> was quite long. It was a, a decent chunk of the overall playthrough was this final level. And so, ultimately, I think I'm glad that I stopped where I stopped. But, uh, and I, I do say I appreciate this game. Again, I don't think it's for me. I don't think it's for me. You respect the aging that went into this old barrel of scotch. Mm. But at the end of the day, you like your nose hairs and not burning them out. I appreciate some... With, like, 98% alcohol. I'm glad I tasted it. I don't know that I'd ask for it. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yes. I, I like your description better than hot cheese. <laughs> it's you. not hot cheese. Yeah. It's it, fucking old scotch. I appreciate the flavors it provided us to try so that we could expand upon them and make them better with newer games. <laughs> I think I, I like the precedent it set in a lot of ways. Nice. I think this game provided a lot of people a lot of great ideas to make really cool, better games. <laughs> I think I think I have a better metaphor. I think okay. I have a more apt metaphor. Can I add I'm one excited. more thing? Yeah, sure. I, absolutely add one more thing. Just one final addendum, and I realized this on the way to this podcast recording, but this game also didn't work for me because of the way it delivers narrative. Hmm. I can't play Mushu games because I'm either slaying a thousand people and like oh. focusing on doing the action, or I'm paying attention to narrative. 
when Alex Jacobson is telling me what to do next while I'm trying to kill NSF bad guys, I I gotta pick one. I can't I can't focus on both. Oh, I'm excited and that's to talk a me thing. That. that is a me thing. <laughs> yeah, so I think the more apt metaphor is throughout the past four hundred years, we all been kind of doing like fun reiterations of like very popular Western hegemonic stories. So, how many iterations of As You Like It have we hit? Oh, okay. How many, like, reduxes of that? Like, She's the Man? Come on, we, we got so many. However, when you go back and read As You Like It, you realize, oh shit, this hits harder than those new things because this gets it from the start. It understands it. And Deus Ex is probably one of the greatest games I've ever fucking played. I absolutely adore this thing. It is... I have never played this before. This is my first time. I have zero nostalgia. I think this game hits on all functions. I feel like RoboCop trying to maneuver my weird clunky body. I'm pressing the F function keys. I never pressed the function keys for anything except to quickly hit F12 to take a screenshot. But now I have to map all my augmentations to all these function keys, and it rules. I feel like I'm unlocking, flipping the hidden hatch... Pressing the, are you sure, big red button, going, hell yeah, add regeneration. I'm going to walk through this radiation field. Let's go. I think games should be more like Deus Ex, and I think it plays wonderfully. Truly great narrative delivered by some of the most absolute unhinged voice acting I've ever heard (laughs) in such a positive way. J.C. Denton's voice is miraculous, that it feels seriously camp- and it just keeps straddling and flipping between those lines seamlessly. <laughs> we'll just have, oh, we'll have a conversation where J.C. Denton's like, ah, we don't kill innocents. That's evil. Why would you do that? <laughs> to, oh, the government can't be behind all these conspiracies. You really believe that? You really believe all these forces, the Illuminati are real, coming together? And just having the weirdest experience of his life, his cybernetic augmented life, learning that these forces are real. Aliens are kind of real. You have a laser sword. You're in a conspiracy. Your brother is stupid. A lot's going on. You're also Jesus Christ. J.C. Denton. Jesus Christ Denton. Jesus Christ Denton. This game is just beautiful. I I love the atmosphere. I feel like I am in a neo-noir sort of film where they have a lot of high contrast and dark dark images for your brain to kind of fill in the void. I've gotten jump scared by a few little greasels hiding in the dark sometimes and I was like, oh, shit! <laughs> oh, great. Great game. I... <sighs> I love it. <laughs> I love it! I can't believe this game just has been there and I haven't played it before and, hey, I just get to experience this thing. Alright, should we do questions? <laughs> no, we should, no, we should talk about, more. like, mechanics and gameplay. I, I kind of yes. want to hear about... You can have a lot of different variety in builds and stuff, too. So we'll go with you, Dale. Yes. You probably have... What sort of build were you doing? What sort of gameplay were you doing? How were you approaching situations? Let's, so, let's... Yeah, yeah. You can have a lot of different mechanics, and you can put a lot of points into different skills. And it turns out because it was the year 2000, you can make wrong choices, and you can get bad augmentations and pick worthless skills like swimming, mm. which comes up zero times in the game. Mm. Maybe maybe four times. Sometimes. 
Maybe four times. There's a lot of I places you can that. swim to bypass a lot of security, actually, in a, Maybe in a good places. amount of levels. Yeah. Again, it's a bad example. I, I can't speak because I didn't finish the game because I think it isn't good. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I, I read a lot about this game just growing up, just being on the internet as a kid. Mm-hmm. People were talking about Deus Ex mm-hmm. being one of the all-timers, being one They're of the right. most customizable games. You can... <clears throat> yeah. you can Kind of true, yeah. So, choose your own adventure, man. Yeah, choose your own adventure, man. Be the be the augmented robo spy you want. The choose your own adventure is that part's a liar. It's a, it's a very linear story. So <laughs> linear. Um, choose your own way through a linear story, and yep. you can customize yeah. between two options, which is cool. You get you can make your arms stronger for picking things up or stronger for punching people. <laughs> That's so customizable. Um, you, oh. The options are overwhelming. I'm being so sarcastic. I just didn't like my experience of a game that had such such high expectations already set up for me going into. And you're going to say I buy the hype. And I do. I do buy the hype. I bought the No Man's Sky pre-order deluxe from I got games or whatever that didn't come out until five months after No Man's Sky came out. I buy the hype. That's my fault, but it made me have a bad experience, and yeah. so mm. yeah, I I, th- I think the, I had a similar problem. I heard it was the best game ever. I I heard from many people <laughs> it was the best game ever, and because it just I, I think for me I played it wrong. I played it. wrong. I definitely played it wrong too. Yeah. This is a game you can play wrong. And may I ask, Dale, what were you trying to do? Were you yeah, trying was, to yeah. do stealthy? action-packed, lethal, non-lethal? I went in thinking that I was going to be this cool hacker that had access to explosives Mm -hmm. and computers. So I took the GEP gun, and I was ready to do some hacking, and I was not going to kill anyone. I had the baton, which... (laughs) I chose the GEP gun. I wasn't going to kill anyone. (laughs) I was going to kill all the robots. I was going to, you know, make all the security bots explode in one hit. Um... And I was doing that in Liberty Island, and then uh, Anna Navarra showed up and called me a pussy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love her antagonistically being yelling at the pacifist players. Yes. Fucking idiot. Yes. Yeah. And she's right. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> a, a, game, a game you can play wrong. I played wrong by trying mm-hmm. to do non-lethal. Uh, I would say... It's not wrong. It's just hard. But yes. Anna Navarra's right. She is right. Hard. And I think, but I think that's the thing. Uh, you can choose hard, and if you choose hard for someone uh, for whom this game is already difficult to play, it that does make it impossible. Impossible. Um, which which in in some way does make it a wrong choice. Yeah. Um, I I did some similar choices that were it, when Faden said not optimized. When Faden said the RoboCop analogy, like mm, you got to do a first act of RoboCop. <laughs> yeah. I was like I that. If I had approached it with that in mind, yeah. I might have had a better time. And I, I think, the, again, it was my pre-expectations going in poisoned yes. my, my playthrough. Because instead of doing that, instead of just role-playing as an actual cop, I, wa- I knew <laughs> that, okay, well, this is a conspiracy theory game. I'm probably playing for the bad guys, right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't want to actually help the bad guys. So <laughs> I also tried really hard, non-lethal. And if I hadn't looked up a... a couple basic guides. I didn't want to spoil too much for myself. I should have so used So I guides. looked up very basic guides, non-spoiler guides, 
uh, that I absolutely needed to play the way I wanted to play. Because the game does not tell you that you can non-lethally knock someone out in one hit from the start with, nope, it with, doesn't. Bare, with barely trained baton if you sneak all the way up right behind them. Because in this game, this is remember 2000, you can touch somebody and it doesn't actually, they don't they don't register the fact that you've touched them. So if you walk all the way up right behind them and you aim squarely at the center of their back with one strike mm-hmm. of the baton with one point of training, you can knock them out from the beginning and you can do a non-lethal playthrough That's starting awesome. with that. No, I went in swinging. But they don't tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I would get close and then yes. go like, I'm aiming for the head. Bap, 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 bap. <laughs> okay, I got him. Yes, and that, that also becomes doable once you get the regeneration augment halfway through the game. Oh. Yes. <laughs> and you... Uh, so what happened for me, I also tried to do non-lethal. I tried to try to do relatively stealthy, hackery, um, but I looked up a guide for which skills to put points into for that kind of playthrough, and that made it a lot easier for me. Um, I should not have chosen expert in explosives from the get-go. No. Explosives... Expert! I, I think wow. I went really high. I went, like, you, you very You get so high. few explosives for much much of the early game. That yeah. must have been very frustrating. I just gotta say, when you Everything start... I shot with the Gep gun died. Yeah. <laughs> it's not an explosive weapon, the Gep gun. You know that, right? Nope, nope I don't. It's... Why would why would a guided explosive it's rocket heavy be... heavy weapon. Yeah, or a big cool. weapon. What is it called? Cool. I, I, I think don't it's like, remember the it's name like of it. It's like big you're, weapon. You're right. Explosives are lambs. Awesome. Yeah. They're gas yeah. grenades, gas I grenades think. That's my bad. EM That's my bad for thinking an RPG was an explosive weapon. Well, it explains if you read. Which I don't. I, okay. So hold up. So, Dale. Explosive said. And that was the other thing. The, the explosive skill There's a lot of reading like in this game. Explosive weapons. Right? It lists explicitly what weapons are considered explosives in the skill description. Yeah, I didn't, All, I didn't the get The skill that descriptions, they do tell you which weapons they apply to. So, yep. and but I'll tell you, uh, I you know I was going for stealthy, non-lethal. I didn't think pistols would be helpful in my <sighs> non-lethal playthrough. But guess what uses the pistol skill? The tranquilizer crossbow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, so that was a that was a big difficulty for me early on was having to wait a thousand years for the crossbow to successfully aim at my enemies. And then, <laughs> and this is also a game where you, you realize the tranquilizer dart does not knock somebody out right away because that's not how tranquilizer darts work. If you no. hit them in the head, apparently it does. It according does. to the let's play uh, I watched, um, it is true. That's true. It's I. I'm, it's tough. I'm I'm bad at aiming, and this is a game that again. Remember, people, it's been 24 years since this game came out. This game came out in 800 BC. Yes. Uh, aiming works a little differently in a shooter like this. Yeah. You sit and you wait until your chance of hitting goes up. Yeah. Yeah. Or you have a lot of accuracy mods that is automatically already there. Yes. Which you can perhaps be ready for and choose successfully or if you're not prepared you don't choose those mods maybe nope. <laughs> or if you don't because you get you got to find them to use them and that's the thing you got to find the augments to get them you got to wade find... through the darkness of this game yes you have to do the more frustrating elements of the game to get the upgrades uh, to get the skill bonuses the area location mm-hmm. skill bonuses which i was forcing myself to do uh, even though it was making me frustrated, which <laughs> good for you made it difficult to play. Though good for you. I what that's the thing though. I was ruining the experience for myself. I should have yeah. just I should have committed to the playthrough of, of having fun, running around, being a psycho cop, head empty little, guns out. Yes. Why didn't Robocopping it? Did we not look up console commands? Oh, I didn't even think to look up console commands. You know, 
next time we do an old game like this, we gotta remember to look up console commands. You we gotta mean look in up. One month. I I did look up the console commands. I I don't know what I was doing wrong. I could not get them to work. Or, or, I I was also I was playing. This is like a very true like. Uh, it felt like a. a, a downloaded experience because I, my audio wasn't working so I I, I, oh, no. I was playing on super hard mode I couldn't get yeah. the output for my audio to work on headphones or my secret so system so you had to read all of those I had to read everything I couldn't hear anything oh. in this game I couldn't hear the sirens <laughs> I had to look for the subtitle that says siren is activated uh and remember that the sirens are on. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Because the, I, and I wasn't actively hearing it. Oh. So I was playing this game on super hard Yeah, mode. no, that's... Yeah. I'm surprised you got as far as you did. <laughs> yeah. Like that, because that yeah. sounds awful. Oh, yeah. Uh, for my build, I had... <laughs> so, when a game gives you a pistol, you have to know that the pistol is the most common weapon to find. No yeah. matter what. Instinctually. I think that's what I knew. So, immediately... Upgraded my pistols right away, upgraded my lockpicking, upgraded my hacking. I'm all set to explore. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to be able to explore and to unlock doors. I, if you have hacking and lockpicking, that means you're going to run into a lot of locked doors, which will be very useful to have. So mostly I had a stealth pistol through most of my run. Mm-hmm. Very accurate. Killing people. Bah, bah, bah. I had no, I, I didn't mess with non-lethal. I'm a cop. <laughs> Why would I ever do that? Yeah. Yeah, non-lethal means I just shoot you with a slightly softer bullet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's not lethal. Can, yeah, which can be still lethal in real That is in, still lethal. Yes, not can yes. be. That just straight up is. We yeah. just like to say it's non-lethal to pretend it's fine. Yes. Yeah. Fucked country. Absolutely. And I had a sniper rifle, silent sniper rifle, so I'm just brat, brat, headshot, 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 look down a hallway, headshot, headshot. Hold on, I still can't believe the guided explosive projectile gun. <laughs> yeah, is it's not, not explosive. Okay, yeah. it's not. It's a big weapon. All right, it's like a, it's a plasma. Th- yeah, is the sniper rifle a non-lethal? Weapon? It's a rifle. Okay. Yes. Okay. You got to think of it as the skill of using a device like an explosive. So, uh, a handheld the grenade lamb. is yeah. the skill of using a grenade. That's the what localized it, it should say area grenades. munition. Instead of being explosives, it should be grenades. Yeah, yeah. It, but it does help named. when you read the skill yeah. descriptions. I just have to point that out. Readings for old people. It is. So yeah, I love reading. I love reading, and so maybe that's what makes the experience a lot easier for me. I was constantly going through documents, reading all the books and stuff, reading the well, newspapers. That was that was the hook that caught me and pulled me through the pain of this experience. Was I also enjoy reading, and mm-hmm. the reading makes this game. it's so good. It really the, does. the narrative is just great in this game. Yes. I think. I like movies. <laughs> I like movies. I am film. This fan. is not a movie. Once I yeah. get my no, dragon, it is yeah, not. that's that's this is not a. This movie. game is yeah. a book. <laughs> this game is a book. This and game... that's why I do like Faden. I really liked your analogy, your 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 uh, addition to our metaphor pool of of this being ha- uh, you know a as you like it, yeah. as you like it, a, a Shakespeare. You love play. bringing up as you like it on this but podcast. I do love bringing up as you like it on the podcast. I have done it before, but, but it's great. But it's great because this is this book I and mean, this book. This game is a book. It's yeah. it's this game is a reading experience, and even if you like reading. If you're not prepared for Shakespeare, you're gonna have a hard time reading Shakespeare, yep. and that's you know that's something you you learn a lot teaching reading is that there are people who love reading, but if they're not prepared for a certain kind of reading, 
It's and just I, not going to be a good experience. And I think the kind of reading you need to be prepared for in this game is technical manual. Yes. <laughs> this is the type of... Yes. If, if, and that's the that's my weakness as a reader, is if technical they, manuals. If Deus Ex yes. is a book, it is your technical manual. Exactly. Exactly. And it often reads exactly like one. That, that's a great description. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, and the, the final round out to my build, though, so then we can kind of move on to the other stuff. Just, you get the Dragon's Hoof Sword in Hong Kong, level up your low tech, you one-shot everyone. Literally everyone. Yeah. Just run up behind them, smack, smack. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's great. Lightsaber. It's a lightsaber. It's a lightsaber. Kind of. But sword. Wait, is like I'm going to leave. <laughs> uh, music in this game, banging soundtrack. Holy shit! Ten out of ten. This is what the '90s sounded like. I love the music. Oh, it's I so love the weird good. techno yeah. music. When you get to France and fucking Majestic Twelve is everywhere, and then the sirens start going off, and it's like bleep, 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 and the music is like and the sirens are still going bleep, bleep. It's so good. It is so good. Yes, I. It's, it is so good, and it, it's so good that my audio being broken was not going to stop me from listening to the soundtrack. Good. Was, oh yeah. I was listening to the soundtrack from my phone while playing the game because Smart. I, I couldn't. Such I couldn't not. It, it was so the vibe. Yeah. Uh, it's a yeah. big part. In like the soundtrack, kind of helped me felt like keeping pace in my movement. Weirdly enough, too. Hmm. Felt, it feels rhythm like a rhythm game. Pr- is this a rhythm game? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be better if it was. It'd be better if it was. You had to learn that the power of music is how you defeat Empire. Crypt of the Necro Dancer <laughs> Deus Ex game. Um, no, but the music propelled me forward to keep going. I don't know. I yeah. I, it, it, it feels like the momentum is the same as the movement with the music, and that just felt nice to me in the game. Mm. Just all flowed cool this music is so cool yeah you should listen to the soundtrack right now stop our podcast come back after you it's a long soundtrack, soundtrack. there's a it's lot about of three hours long they they it's made a lot good. of music for this game and i'm so glad that they did yeah, yeah. every level has its own music and battle music mm-hmm. sometimes levels have multiple music too mm-hmm. sometimes they get reused but you know should we should we break mm-hmm. into it should we dive deep into the story uh go the mission really by mission intense <laughs> very well written the it's, more you read the better it gets it's it's very campy it yeah is, but it like is. in, in good done way. well yeah, yeah. it's intentional it's, it, it kind of had to be this, it kind of had to be a steven seagal movie this is a tom Not clancy movie <laughs> <laughs> come on a tom clancy is this is a tom clancy yeah. book yeah this is definitely a tom clancy <laughs> book. yep Bingo. but it's like the tom clancy editor's notes because you said it's a technical yeah. manual, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's the emails that that he was sending uh, while writing, right? Yes. yes, while writing. Yes, and not a team of writers doing it. Definitely. Yes, allegedly. Well, the emails he was sending so someone could write it, right? I think, this, I think the story is fun in ways that I would love to see presented in a film. This would this yeah. would make like a really cool like rip it's like, to the canceled Deus Ex film oh, that was worked on for a bit. It's like one part Men in Black, one part um, mm-hmm. um, uh, Dan Brown. Uh, uh, Dan, what's Dan Brown's, yeah, what's fucking Da Vinci. Da Vinci Code. Uh, you get elements of of like action 
freaking cop movies. Yeah, uh, Heat. A, Heat is in there. It's a '90s, early 2000s hacker movie. Definitely. It's a it's a Matrix movie. Yeah, the conspiracy and computers. Email. <laughs> Email. <laughs> Y2K fears. Yes. Y2K didn't happen, mm. but technology took over our lives. The, tr- the, the 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 World Trade Center not there in our skyline because of terrorists. No, because we actually couldn't render it. Apparently, they couldn't get the World Trade Center to be in the skyline of New York, and they just cut it out. And then they said because of terrorists. Yeah. And then the next year happened. Yeah. Yep. Wild. But you know, terrorists attack because conspiracies Trade- are real, you guys. Well, and also terrorists have attacked the World Trade Center twice. So yes, know. at that point. Yeah. 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 Biggie Smalls was not predicting the future. He was talking about, he was talking about a, a bombing that had already <laughs> happened. <laughs> People are dumb. Blow up like the World Trade. <laughs> so like they're naming stations in Antarctica after like COVID viruses. I think we should look into that. <laughs> like Omicron uh, and like Delta. That's Dale, Dale is soft launching. Dale, Dale, Dale. And Antarctica isn't real. It's a if wall you, of ice. If you look at Antarctica on Google Maps, it's just white. There's like nothing there. What are they blocking out? Why are why are they hiding it from us? Oh God. How do they God. keep all the other colors out? <laughs> <laughs> so plague has hit the world. The the Great Death is that what it was called? The Great yes, Death. The Great Death. death. So clever. <laughs> the government has the vaccine kind of that's kind what everyone of. It's, says it's really uh, hard to make but it's so actually it's a death limited. preventative ambrosia ambrosia yeah, it doesn't like cure you but it stops the effects right. of right. the gray right. death and only the government gets it and if the you're like people. a ceo or yep. the senator mm-hmm. president <laughs> senator we got uh, evil bob page in the background oh my God. <laughs> Bob Page is a cartoon character. I love. Yeah. It. Oh, they all are. They, they all he's, are. He's a pretty cartoon villain. Yeah. villain. Evil CEO. What's the What's the pharma company he runs? Uh, um, Cyberlife is it Cyberlife? Yeah. Like, sure. Something Life. I should. I Versalife. Versalife. There it is. Yeah. Yes. Bob Page, CEO of Versalife. In the opening cutscene, we see this guy go. Don't give them the vaccine. Let chaos in the streets yes. unfold. Yeah. The beginning. <laughs> Our evil plan to kill people is proceeding yeah. accordingly. A note on Versalife: uh, an email you can read when you infiltrate their headquarters is very laden with HR talk. We're oh all God. a family here. We hope yeah. you take the opportunity to learn about our code of ethics. Oh, it's <laughs> wonderful. Yep. It's the the most HR mushy-gushy emails you can read are in the psycho absolute hellhole of Versalife. Yeah, just rancid corporate email vibes yeah. in that one. That I, Beautiful. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. We start off in the training fun little training mission <laughs> where they knock out a man just to train mission. you how to pick him up yep. <laughs> don't worry he'll be well compensated yes <laughs> yeah it, it's truly just dystopian people are like mysterious men in black are watching you from a viewing platform i want Almost. to say one thing mechanically the video game flashlight in this is so good yeah this neat. game is dark as shit so you need a flashlight need that's good and they throw you one it doesn't light up the whole room it, it lights up where you aim it yeah like a flashlight pretty, yeah Pretty yeah, cool. it rules. I, lo- I love the flashlight. Simple training. Then you go out on the field. Oh, terrorists have captured the Statue of Liberty. Literally Which... across the street from our headquarters? Yes. yes. Yep. 
Which has been beheaded, by the way. Yep. Love that. Yeah, they got rid of the, the head a couple years back in another terrorist attack. Yeah, the French said we didn't deserve it anymore. Yeah. So they did what the French do best, and they cut off its head. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I could have seen that giant guillotine. They had to take it. They took it down real quick after. Big horizontal guillotines. Yeah. <laughs> Use a bungee cord to just sling it down. Um. Yeah, so you, you you meet your brother Paul, who looks like you. It looks just like you, and yeah. you uh, learn that you and Paul are like the latest and cutting-edge nano-modified agents. Mm-hmm. You're not like those old rusty mechs with all of their mm-hmm. hardware parts. No, we've got micro-robots in our blood. Yeah. Be- Isn't that awesome? So you that might makes... go better issue some hardware. <laughs> <laughs> that makes JC and Paul look more like humans? Like regular people? Yes. As opposed to... Oh. Badass? The better to infiltrate with. Yeah, the I don't know. Freaking Gunther right. looks awesome. Yeah, Gunther and uh, such good Anna Navarra have yeah. just wires all in their oh, faces. It's so cool. Yeah, it's so scary that they switch his orange soda to lemon soda in the in the uh, break room. If you go find him, he he complains about how the workers are plotting against him and have replaced the orange soda button with the lemon soda button because they Amazing. know he prefers orange soda. Of course. Absolutely. <laughs> Great. It's really funny. There are some yeah. good little Easter egg moments in this game. I yes. got I got to nod it to that. But you got to go looking for them, like Easter eggs. You do. Yeah. I mean, it's not really Easter eggs. It's just narrative construction. Mm. The characters have mm. lives. Paul Denton renting Blue Harvest is an Easter egg. Right, of course, but it also says so much about Paul and the type of person he is. A fucking nerd. Yeah, exactly. Who, yes. who would rent a Star Wars movie? A fucking nerd who also is very, probably idealistic. Oh, the other thing? And naive. See You Next Wednesday is a joke uh, from the National Lampoon writers about, I guess, a movie that shows up in Animal House and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So I had to look that one up, but another, yet another Easter egg. Sure, I don't really care what a bunch of Ivy Films League brats great. think, but you know. <laughs> how'd, you, how'd you all resolve this terrorist? 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 How'd you all resolve the terrorist issue? Um, I very sneakily ran around and smacked them in the fucking head until they all got knocked out. Uh, successfully prevented every terrorist from actually being killed until I got to the very end where there are all kinds of landmines that kept accidentally tripping. And, of course, I wasn't the victim, but they certainly were. So I, I think I, I lost a few terrorists towards the end uh, by accidentally blowing up their explosives oh. for them. Yeah, <laughs> But tried to, I tried to do stealth and a stun baton. Yeah. I'm mostly stealth uh, with the tranquilizer gun and blowing up robots, um, which is stealthy because people don't come running at the sound of explosions. No. Who nah. needs to? Um, <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, what, what, you get to the top and you talk to this guy and he gives you a little ambrosia. And... Well, he also tells you, hey, the government is... Yeah, he he red pills you, man. He starts red... He gives is... you the Morpheus, the full Morpheus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is the, the start. If you choose to listen to him. Nah, you right. kill you him. talk to him. Because you're a cop. I didn't kill him. Well, but you're They wanted cop. him alive. Oh, yeah. You gotta follow orders. I gotta follow orders. Good soldiers follow orders. <laughs> I did... Uh, I snuck around 
loaded some boxes up, uh, you know, stealth killing people, just brat, 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 but loaded boxes up, climbed up the tower, didn't even go to the dock worker guy that I was supposed to go to. <laughs> you didn't Complete, follow your dossier? I did not follow my dossier. I just went around and said, hey, I could get up there if I use these boxes and crates and just boop, boop, stack, stack, skip through all the bad guy stuff, didn't save Gunther or anything either. Nice. <laughs> Talked to wow. the guy at the top, and then Unaco soldiers came, and they said, hey, we killed everyone. Gunther got, got Gunther. Out. <laughs> Gunther got out. I probably would have had more fun if I played it like you. I tried to see every single inch of that island, and boy, did that take forever. Isn't it dark? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly is. It was Hard fun. to see everything. Yes. Oh, yeah, but I, I went to, uh, I explored the rest of the island after. I didn't know I could do that. The smart thing to do. Well, all by accident. Oh. <laughs> and so I went to the dock worker, and he said, why am I even out here? You didn't even need me. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? Wow. What the fuck? Oh, well, at least I'm getting paid anyway. Mm, nice. <laughs> Go back to the HQ, which is, again, across the street from the Statue of Liberty, which is so funny. I, I How did they get sneaked, snuck attack? Oh, there's right. so it's, much it's about this literally, game. literally, like, what are we you doing? Know, yards away. It's yeah. so funny. Oh, that's, it's, that's not even the funniest. Our base is right across from their base bit, too, in this entire yes. game. <laughs> yes. It comes up a lot. Yeah. It's convenient. Oh, my God. It's very convenient. I'm, I'm really convenient. happy that they did that they did it that way. I would not want to trek all the way across that map any more hundreds of times than I already did. Yeah. Because, again, I got lost playing this fucking game. <laughs> uh, go back to the Unaco headquarters. Manderly better issue some hardware. Did did Manderly ream you? No, I think Manderly was like, good job. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess that's the Navarra next mission. said you did an okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You, get, you did okay. Yeah. Um, go meet your brother, Paul. Yeah, I got, gotta go meet Paul. You get to meet the governor, government robots that are just completely metallic. The black. Yeah. Well, it just says bodyguard. That's their names. Okay. Which... Weird because they speak who are as they a guarding. Yeah. Right. Who are they guarding? And they also are basically agents of the US government telling UNATCO to do stuff. Yeah. FEMA specifically. FEMA. Uh, FEMA the, death the, camps. The FEMA director. Yes. <laughs> they could I not love pre- that. <laughs> they could not predict FEMA death camps in the yeah. way that this is just going on. Yeah. FEMA in control of everything. Mm. Walter Simons in control of the world, in control of the United States. Oh, thank you, FEMA. It's all FEMA. I can't wait <laughs> for our FEMA overlords. <laughs> how, how anyone stand out in the HQ for you all? Nope. I liked the uh, armory guy. Oh, the he, your old CO. Yeah, he's actually pretty stoked if you go non-lethal. He's he's really happy that you're trying to do things nicely, and you can find out later. He's actually, I believe, he works for the NSA. Yeah, he, he's, well, he's he, undercover. He he's not undercover. He turns actually. Oh, he, okay. Yeah, okay, when yeah. he realizes the a kill lot of switching. people do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people defect. Yeah, and you can yeah. with no consequence. <laughs> well, depends. <laughs> yeah, some people there's consequence. Like who? ask Paul. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you could save Paul from his apartment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just stay there and he help. told me to run, so I was like, "Oh, okay." But he doesn't. He doesn't live though. Yeah, he I does. know he does. Uh, he lives until I think he dies at some point, right? He still gets killed so. after mission five, right? You can save him. You can you can take him to Tokyo and like he chills with Tracer Tong and is like, "I'm going to be hurt for a bit, but I'm here." Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. No, he told me to run, so I ran. 
<laughs> I found out later that you could save him from that night, and then, yeah. Yeah? Huh. Interesting. Yeah, no, that didn't happen for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, that's you can save Paul. Yeah, that's skipping ahead to way so, in the future. No, that's okay. You know, this game, there's a lot of there's a lot going on in it. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of layers. Uh, yeah. Then we get another mission to find more terrorists at Battery Park or something. What's the What's the next one? Yeah, you got to go to Battery Park into the subway, and then you find the mole people. Yeah, Hell's Kitchen in the warehouse district too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, you got to find you got to find the mole people. I this po- I like this mission. I like talking to the weird mole children. Yeah. <laughs> I love talking to all the kids in the game. They're mm-hmm. all pretty plugged in for the most part actually. Yeah, so they're some of them in. can help you quite a bit and pissed off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but as they should be. <laughs> Life is pretty terrible in this game. Um how often did you all just like kill what you think JC would consider parasites are? Uh, I didn't play the game that way. No, nor did I. I oh. I thought, well, I want to. I might want to talk to this person later, so I'll just knock him out for now. I'll just knock him out for now. I'll just knock him out for now. Every single asshole I came across, especially that like drug dealer that's abusing mm. his employee, I guess. I don't mm. think that's the relationship, but uh, trafficking this woman essentially. I just went brat 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 die. <laughs> I think I might have actually. I I don't think I killed that guy. I think. I hit him a bunch, and I think at some point he chased me to a place where a cop shot him or something oh, like great. that. <laughs> so a lot of people died, not because I shot them, but because somebody else shot them yeah. for me in this game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got to go to Paul's apartment to get some stuff, and there's... Well, you don't have to, but there's a hostage situation at the Tauntaun. Yep. The Hilton, which is great. I love that. It's just a burned-out Hilton sign. Yeah, the Tauntaun Hotel. The Tauntaun Hotel. Uh, did any of your hostages die? No. I don't think so. Although I did go straight to the main directive the first time, not realizing it would lock me out of the ton. So I almost completely finished that first main mission uh, before I realized I'd missed a side objective and went all the way back and then did the ton. But I don't think I lost any objectives. Yeah. Yeah. I just like burst in from Paul's room. I like climbed up the ladder. I was like, ah, die, 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 die. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody got hurt, but they were shot a little. I guess people got (laughs) hurt. They they didn't hurt. They just got shot a little. They didn't die. There's a lot of situations where of hostages getting like shot but not killed with me. Yeah. Nobody ever died under my watch, but they definitely had to get some stitches. <laughs> <laughs> Just me bursting in guns and blazing with stop resisting. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's the stop resisting playthrough. Just awful cop fascist thing. But hey, you know when when it turns and the, I'm a tool against the fascists, no mercy for them. So it works out. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's nice to have a tank. Sometimes it's nice to have a tank. And tanks don't shoot non-lethal rounds. It's just <laughs> impossible. How do we feel about the sniper roof access? Have to get into the uh, special base facility and there's all the snipers on the roof just going brat brat. Boy, Fair. am I good at falling down. <laughs> For, <laughs> I never fell down once. Oh, geez, Louise. For an immersive sim game that gives you a lot of options to use whatever you want, that level really wanted you to use the sniper rifle. I was so glad to use it. Just snipe, snipe. You're dead. You're dead. Take off. I did that, but with my crossbow, which is a lot harder. That sounds like um, a lot harder. But I, but I did do it, and I did it very sneakily, and... Because I was doing so much work to do extra sneaking, I fell down a lot. And I think I think fall damage. 
number number one killer of uncle in this game. <laughs> fall damage. I guarantee it. Nine yeah. out of ten deaths were fall damage for me. I fall. I I took a lot of fall damage too. I, I get that. Yeah. It's really interesting when. <laughs> now I'm thinking about how do we feel about the healing system in the game where you don't have a health bar to heal. You have to heal specific parts of your body, and only the chest and the head counts as the death parts. You can lose your arms and legs. Yes. Uh, I found it tedious and frustrating until I got the regen mod. And <laughs> knowing that the regen, regen mod was awaiting me, I, I held on to a bunch of skill canis, uh, augment canisters. And when yeah. I finally got it, I was fully maxed out immediately. It su- completely changed the game. so good. Completely changed the game. Yeah. I had 15 med packs at the end of the game. Yep, I did too. Well, <laughs> to the point where I stopped. Yeah. You didn't like the healing, Dale? I don't like this game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Are you just? There were there were several times I where just, I, yeah. I I yelled out loud. I don't like this game. I, I feel you. <laughs> I, I like the fact that I can just say fuck my arm. I, I don't need it. Yeah, you can limp around and boys or you slow. Oh, crawl! I always yeah. imagine it's just you're just crawling. <laughs> I like that better <laughs> <laughs> because you go down to a lower position when you lose both your legs, yeah. and yep. then you're very mm-hmm. slow. So I just imagine JC's just. Crawling, and if he has no arms, he's hopping. <laughs> <laughs> well, he still has arms, but you know, but, but you can't aim as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I just, I just sniped the snipers, walked across, bing bada boop, we're all good. Most of the time, they never saw me. I wasn't very stealthy, but you can be stealthy when they're dead because nobody sees you. Yeah, you you learn later. You learn through practice that they really no one in this game has uh, farsightedness. That's actually some it must be some kind of disease that that happens in the far future. The gray death. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, the gray death is causing everyone to lose their sight. Shit. Do you like, think? Do you think Ironstorm planned COVID? Oh God. I don't want. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't want this. I don't, I don't even want, want this as a I joke. I don't want that conversation. <laughs> But I feel like I feel like old school gamers who were playing this game during COVID were getting pretty worked up. I, <laughs> I, I love the conversation of Jock in the bar. That's good. Mm. Just love talking to Jock. And... All the bartenders are fun to talk to. Well, actually. Jock's the pilot. I, I know, but, but uh, yeah, the bartenders are great. Side oh, note: Fuck yeah, yeah. The, the bartender <laughs> in France. The bartender yes. in France is so good. Yes, really cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, all bartenders are good. I think it's like this one put upon woman who's just struggling with the curfew and stuff. Mm-hmm. And hey, fascists like curfews. Who would uh <laughs> Um Brooklyn. Brooklyn time. Brooklyn Bridge. It it New York, all the New York bits blend together for me. All all the East Coast bits blur together for me. It, yeah. It, it, everything looked the same mm-hmm. and uh I it, honestly, it's not that long of a game, but it felt long. <laughs> all the all the all the fire barrels keeping people warm, yeah, <laughs> that burn you the instant you're right next yeah, to them. Yep, you started being alighted. Yeah, I love the I love the aesthetic of poor people in this game is burning barrels everywhere. <laughs> yeah, this is very goofy. Yeah, this is where you also find the mole people, and then you go to Laguardia to find your brother Paul and Lebedev. Oh, fucking. Yeah, let, let's jump to the Levadev thing. Did you listen to Levadev and let Anna Navarra kill him? I so I found that you can uh, you can talk to Levadev. Mm-hmm. Anna Navarra comes out and you can kill her. Yeah, uh, you can kill her right then. And I, I tried to do that and it had a really hard time. I was like, you know, there's a probably a faster way to do this. So my second try, I laid a lamb 
in the doorway. And so you talk to Lebedev, you turn around, and she doesn't say anything. She walks through, blows up. And you turn right back around and continue yep. talking to Lebedev. It's really funny, actually. That rules. That rules. Really funny. Yeah. What happens if he lives? Because I, I, I talked to him, and then she shot him down, and then... She told me that she was going to report that. I was like, okay, fine. Went into the next room, tossed two grenades, and then turned around and left. Uh, <laughs> and Alex Jameson's like, what are you doing, JC? Uh, yeah, that's I understand she killed the man, but like, what? You just killed her. Yep. Love that. Dale? Oh, the playthrough I watched, um, the guy. <laughs> oh, you didn't even right. get that far. No, the, oh, the guy, the guy oh. talked and Anna Navarra killed him. Yeah. yeah. So this is where the playthrough starts. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Um, and then the next one is uh, Back to Hell's Kitchen. Yep. We're back. It's dark. And uh, we got to go uh, do a favor for Paul. <laughs> got to <laughs> fucking expl- like upload the, 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 the distress signal to oh, the terrorists worldwide. Right. The silhouette. Yeah. The French one. Yeah. Let them know. Let them, you got to let, let them know. know. We're on yeah. their side. Well, and let them know made... that the NSF knows about them. You need to hide. Go, go underground. Right. And the only way to do it is by shifting the position of these uh, giant radio dish things, right? Or mm-hmm. is this? Yep. Like, yep. Yeah. And, uh, then, and then you hit send. Yep. Boy, was that an action-packed, interesting mission. <laughs> did, did you sending now, an email? <laughs> now this is where, since I was like starting to be against Unaco, I started just doming Unaco troops wherever I saw them. Mm-hmm. I just was preemptively going through. I didn't. I kept trying to. I was really. I wanted to be a good boy. I, I didn't. I didn't want to knock. I didn't want to kill him. So I just kept knocking people out. Impossible to what knock would out. Paul a, do? Impossible to knock out a dog. By the way, that really bothered me. Oh, you you can only murder dogs. I, I hated that. <laughs> I, I, so yeah, let's brief aside about animals in this game. Yeah, I mean, I guess that is a pretty good cop simulator. Yeah, you fucking kill dogs. Well, I mean, how many cats have you stepped on by or rats? Yeah, the rats all die. I think they bite you and die. Yep. Is, yeah. Well, no, if you walk around them, they die because it's like you squish them. Oh. And that's also oh. what happens to cats, too. Oh, yeah. okay. I don't think I ever killed a cat because I just was following the cat around and, and uh-huh. clicking on it, clicking on it, but I was never... Which means I had to be looking at it, so I don't think I ever actually stepped yeah. on a cat. I've had many instances where I'm like at a slightly higher elevation, and the cat just like runs underneath me, and I'm just like walking forward, oh, not no. paying attention, and just squish. Bummer. You cannot pet the animals in this game. No, you yeah, can that only was a stop bummer. On I tried. Them. I always tried, but you can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I, yeah. I didn't feel not bad. that immersive. I didn't yeah. feel bad about sniping the. Well, dogs. very immersive again if you think. Remember, if you think you're, you're a, cop. a cop. That's right. Yeah. Yep, you're a cop. <laughs> you have to immerse into the cop. Yes, mindset. you do. It's not a role playing game. No, no, no. Even though people say it is, I don't think it really is. There's no, no like the closest thing is like skill points and stuff, but. Even then, it doesn't feel like it affects it as much as it sounds like it does. They're cop skills. It feels like it does, but it doesn't. I, I, the, to, get, to get every exploration bonus, yeah. I think in that way it affects it. So to maximize your playthrough, it matters. But I don't think this is a game you should really worry too much about maximizing. Maybe just lockpicking set, set an easier Yeah, set it to an easier playthrough. Lockpicking, electronics, just, just do it. Yeah, just those two yeah. are the main skills you really need because it helps you bypass a lot. Yes. I had those really high, so I could just lockpick doors and easy peasy, I'm in. Yeah, and don't forget to quick save so you can not use them if you ended up <laughs> wasting them on something that doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. And after you send the message, you go back to Paul. Paul's like, hey, we're fucked. You need to run. Mm-hmm. Kind of mentioned this before. Apparently, you can save Paul. Yep. I instead 
tried to do, save Paul and got shot and knocked out into the facility. Yep. You yeah, the, the Let's Play I watched was guns loaded and had a whole bunch of ammunition saved up and just killed like 30 Unaco agents and Damn. five G men. I assumed they just spawned forever. I tried, I think, maybe once. It's so to hard. It's them. a lot, but yeah. no, it does. It and does. like, now nah, I'll just run. And they sent in <clears throat> men in black who are robots. The robots, yeah. 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 So they used lambs, blew up the men in black, which also blew up like 10 Unaco guys. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, yeah. So the next. Save Paul. So. The next mission is kind of what fully sold me in on this whole entire game. You're locked in a prison cell. You have none of your stuff. This weird AI voice starts talking to you. Hey, I'm going to unlock the door. I mean, you don't know it's an AI, but you kind of I need you to get out of here. I need you to get out of here. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to help. Good dystopian awakening story. Yeah. Yeah. This is that moment where we're exiting the cave. Yep. Yeah, fully. Fully. And got to go through, got to go through the base. Get your stuff back. Stealth around. Beat people with batons. Yeah. Avoid cameras. Talk to the disenfranchised people who are like slaves, indentured servants here, who will just, you know, give you anything you need with the slightest bit of prodding. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, what do you do here? Uh, I don't know. You look like you're the person that escaped, though. Here's the codes. Fuck them up for me, fam. (laughs) Want some grenades? I don't pay for them. I don't pay for them. I just take them. (laughs) Good stuff. I really like the uh, trying to avoid the RoboCop patrol robots. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that, like, fucking thing is called. They're right out of RoboCop, though. It it truly is. Eddie or whatever. Yeah. Like, the hallway where they're just... Cross it in a square, and you could just easily sneak behind them. It's very, not bad. Very easily, yeah. But it's stressful because they will kill you. Yeah. I uh, my favorite thing about the is 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 that the prison is you you learn inside your your base. Yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah. It's you, the fourth your, floor. Yeah, your headquarters is a prison. It's that's that's what you really are. Yeah. Which is, is that's the most important thing. Uh, which of course, I mean, you're a cop. But, right, but you didn't necessarily know that it was this kind of super scary Guantanamo Big situation. Big old supermax. Yeah, there wasn't yeah. a superstructure underneath all of yeah. you, Natco, but hey, this yeah. is it. And importantly, once you get back to the office, you can find the basketball hidden in one of the offices, and you can start bouncing a basketball around, and that's oh, the, hell yeah. the most fun thing hell about yeah. this game. <laughs> I like just talking to Alex Jackson, like, oh my god, <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah, You got a kill switch going on. Oh. Your body's going to die in yep. 24 hours. The you government got, can turn you off. The government can turn you off. Yeah. can turn you on. It can turn you off. Oh. <laughs> what an expensive mistake you turned out to be, Jason. Yes. <laughs> so they say. Got to go to Hong Kong. Jock is now your pilot. Steals. Everyone that you loved in Unaco has defected and joins you in Hong Kong. Yes, which is kind of cool. My boy Alex. My boy Jane, Jaime Reyes. Not he's Gunther, right though. Well, well, Gunther was never your friend. No. He's not one of He's the... He's my friend. Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay. Maybe a butcher's friend. A butcher's friend, yeah. Yes. We're, we're, we're pals. Yeah. Yeah, he was impressed with my work, how efficient I was. Mm. <laughs> mm. Hong Kong, huge level. Got a, Hong huge, Kong, half the game. Huge racism. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I heard a... So, I, again, no audio, but I heard a couple clips uh, in, in a playthrough I, I, I skimmed later. Not uh, great. No. Wow. No. Wow. Got to solve a triad dispute. Yeah. Uh, got to gotta deal with a femme fatale figure <laughs> who yeah. tries to get you to join her, even though she's just playing you. How'd you... 
how do you all discover? I guess how did you discover, Uncle? The dragon sword was in her apartment. I was exploring every inch of her apartment compulsively and, because I explored every inch of every space compulsively. I was oh, there's a sword here. <laughs> yeah, did you find I, did totally you find accident, the, like, accident? The uh, like secret entrance. Yes, I, I found button. this. Yes, I found the secret entrance, and there was a sword. Oh, she has a sword. Okay, so it wasn't a big surprise <laughs> for me. I mean, well, I guess it was, but I, I, I just found it on accident. I literally mm-hmm. found it on accident. For me, I did something upstairs, and the maid was really mad at me, and she said something that was, I can't remember what she exactly said, but the instant she said it, I was like, wait a second. And then I, like, pulled out a gun and shot her. <laughs> As one does. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she had a gun. Yes. And so, I was, and so I, I, I knew. I knew something was off. And then I went downstairs, and the secret entrance opens up if there's gunfire. Yeah. And then the M, uh, the Majestic 12 soldiers come out. <laughs> yep. Also, love it. Majestic 12. Yeah, this is what we start learning. Just famous conspiracy. Do you know the actual conspiracy? Yeah. Dale, what I is it? I read a bunch about this game and watched a Let's Play. Okay, well, well I meant like... Yeah, Bob Page is, like, he's he's leading Majestic 12 as a splinter organization within the Illuminati. And I meant in make- real life. Oh, oh no. The actual, like, the Majestic 12 conspiracy. They are the military portion of, like, Men in Black, basically, that handle alien stuff. Uh, oh. Yeah. Which aliens are real in this game? Kind of. Well, they definitely, there are aliens that you see in uh, Versa Life. There are greys. Yeah. That are just Uh, batched, uh, botched, cloned humans and not aliens. Never mind. mind. I think there's an Easter egg alien in Area 51, but you gotta look for it. There's a lot of aliens in Area 51, quote-unquote. Unless, is there a different one? I don't know. I th- isn't there, like, a gray? Yeah, there's a lot of grays, but you find out the grays are uh, actually failed, like, nano-clones, like, failed JCs and Pulse. They're like your brothers, uh, if yeah. anything. I think there's, like, a little gray. Or maybe someone modded it in. They look know. like grays. They look exactly like yes. aliens. Yeah. Oh, okay. But they're, the, the, you find a memo later where someone's like, so are these aliens or what? And then another person responds, no, 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 no. They're just failed clones. They're just failed clones. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. They're not, they're not extraterrestrial. They're fucked up still, yes, but yeah. don't, don't worry. Don't worry. It's not extraterrestrial life. Yeah. It's just... Like a lot of alien conspiracies in real life, though, it's, it's, not, it's not aliens. It's the government making more fucked up weapons. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's usually what it is. Yeah. So Tracer Tong becomes like your new Manderly. Yeah, it's your like, new hey, mission giver. We're gonna we're gonna fight back. Mm-hmm. You gotta go infiltrate Illuminati. Go go seek Stanton Dowd. Yeah, yeah, you, you gotta go go to back Par- to New York. Well, Paris. Oh, Paris first. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You, gotta, you get the awesome fight music. Paris's fight music. Paris is so, so good. good. I love all of Paris and having to figure out the underground part too. And it's really bad in Paris. So Bob Page's yeah. majestic twelve goons can just walk the streets because terrorism is so bad that um <laughs> they're just there. They're there. Yeah, find silhouette. Yeah, giant walking mech robots waiting to murder the citizens for having the audacity of being outside after ten p.m. Yes, terrible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you got to find drugs for a drug dealer in a bakery. Yeah, that's pretty fun. That's a fun uh, mission. I again did that by accident. I was like, "There's, there's, there's a space here. I want to be in that space." Mm-hmm. Uh, smashed through, stole all the zyme. I was like, "That's a lot of zyme." I bet. It. <laughs> that's like, I, I don't know how to use it or what I'm going to use it for, but that's a lot of zyme. Took it all, found out I could sell it, made some money. Yeah, a lot of money. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I made so much money from the zyme. Yeah. Did you break into people's homes? Every one of them. Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> Especially yeah. the couple who are like, "Why are you in here?" Yeah, that's the best one. They have a whole 
whole argument about trying to run away to America, and mm-hmm. you can just stand there and listen to them to ar- listen to them argue. Yeah, yeah. there's wild. nothing to steal in that home, by the no, way. That home, you're is- just there to listen to them argue. Yep, it's a really good beat. <laughs> yeah, and then one of them's like, "You probably want next door the weapons guy." Yeah, the weapons, uh, the weaponsman. Yeah, the yeah. arms dealer. Of the arms dealer. That's what they yeah. call him. They know his neighbor. Their neighbor is an arms dealer, and they say, "Go next door." Yes. <laughs> Stop bothering us here. Uh, great bartender. Great bartender. Revolutionizes or tries to revolutionize JC. Yeah, tries yes. to tries to make JC based. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Red pill. Right. Fine silhouette. So, I love the secret doorway for silhouette that opens up, and there's like a crop, literally like uh, yards away, feet. Yeah, mere feet away. <laughs> there's a weird blast door that. I, I was very confused, wondering, what is that? Yeah, why can't I be that in be? this part of your secret base? Right, I thought that was their secret base. <laughs> yes. I'm like, why is there a secret door? Come to find out. Oh, that's Majestic 12's base. <laughs> <laughs> that's the compound yeah. that they're in. It, it's just the most, yeah. oh, okay, the guys are all right next to each other. Yeah. This is Conspiracy Theory High School. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is uh, that other class over there. That's where. All, that's those, those are the jock conspiracy kids. <laughs> and we're the emo we're the cool kids. kids. Yeah, we're yeah. the... The geeks and the freaks. Gotta help Silhouette rescue a few hostages. Come to find out that Silhouette's leader is like the daughter of Illuminati. Yeah, Illuminati royalty. Yes. But so royalty that it's not actually Illuminati, it's Knights Templars. Knights Templars. Secret organization within secret organization. Right, like there's stewardship over the Knights Templar and apparently the Illuminati was the good conspiracy stewards and Majestic 12 is the bad conspiracy stewards. Yeah. They're all bad because they come from bankers though. Yeah. (laughs) It's weird. It's weird. It doesn't deal with the anti-Semitism of conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. It kind of is still in the space, especially when they bring up things like the Rothschilds and stuff like that. Yes, and uh, the Kennedys. Mm-hmm. You, you can find some stuff about uh, how the Kennedys are involved in all this. and yeah. But it, it goes back to the Templar baking system. You can find yeah. some books to read about that. Um, in, I like it. Yeah, in the cathedral, I think. Yeah, or the mansion. Like, the, like they have... What, what they have like this weird Knights Templar mansion yes. that I really liked exploring. It's pretty peaceful for the most part, and then people show up later. But yes. the first bit is how do I break and enter into this home? Yeah. What do yeah. I do? And I'm like with the daughter of the whole like who used to live here, and she's maybe the key's still under the rock or the, behind the vase. It's uh, it's kind of a cute. I feel like the game's almost trying to set you up with her too. Maybe. Right? I don't know. Do you know. get the vibes? I got that weird vibes. Like this is mm. the this is the Bond girl I found and <laughs> she's going to help me out. Maybe that's just me, but the writing uh, was a little weird. I don't know if I got that vibe. Uh, <laughs> nice try, Ashley, but you're too young for me. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Ada, what are you doing? No, immediately calls Huntington. <laughs> wow, you look uh, good Huntington without your glasses. <laughs> Leon S. Kennedy. Then you uh, go back to New York City. Which is under martial law! Right? Isn't that after Paris? Uh, you go to... Where do you go after Paris? I, I think this is around the time where I was... My, my gameplay was coming to an end. There's, there's one little mini-sequence between Paris and Area 51. Oh, we like also like... Skip the shipyard the boat, and the boat. The stupid boat. Yeah. That's where I almost... Standing down. almost where I lost my mind. 
I no hated like the, the big like the super cargo freighter. Container. I so oh. I spent hours looking for the final thing to blow up. Come to find out, you have to throw it over a wall. Like you can't yeah. even see the yeah. target. You have to throw it over a wall. I I was looking for it and looking for it and looking for it and looking for it. Oh my! I almost lost my mind. Yeah, I like blowing yeah. up the boat. Throughout this, we also get like conversations with two or two different AIs. Basically, Daedalus turns mm-hmm. into Helios. Yep. Because all just some. Do sort you know of... their AIs at this point? Yeah, basically. You, you, I mean, you, it's pretty obvious. It's per, I mean, it, there are, there as are the public, player, you know, but you I don't get, think you get hints in public terminals. If you're looking at public terminals, terminals, you're getting little messages from both Icarus and Daedalus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, like, I think at, like, that point, yeah. Like, he kind of learned. At one point, it's just, like, it's stated. I know there's one point where he asks Alex. He's like, thanks for all the help back there. Oh, yeah, Alex are you like, Daedalus? Oh, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, yeah. He, I yeah. do love JC saying, I figured it out. You're Daedalus, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Trace is talking, like, oh, obviously, you're Daedalus, huh? Yeah. No. No, I'm not. Daedalus? 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 Daedalus. 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 You know how to use computers. You know how to use computers. You must be Daedalus. Yeah, it's basically, basically yeah. I love the voice. It's just so good. It's uh, Stop resisting. It's very... <laughs> I, in, uh, on computers, real quick. I love hacking computers right in front of people. I love doing that. Yes. My imagination is that it's, well, he's hacking in his brain. He's got, he's yeah. got nano augments. He's, he's hacking through his brain. He's nah, not really, really standing right in front of them, hacking their stuff. No, um, you're standing right in front yeah. of them. Uh, all stuff. the stealth mechanics of this game are very clunky in that <laughs> way where, where it's like a person can unload a full clip of, of assault rifle on you. They can throw lambs at you. Yep. Explosions everywhere. Alarms going off. You sit behind a couch for five seconds. Well, <laughs> must have been my imagination. Yep. That's love it. M- must be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> once we get done with the nice Templar stuff, we got to go to the Air Force base. We got to go rescue the daughter. Yep. A lot of hostage rescues in this game. So, you're a cop. <laughs> you're a cop. You know, and I just blasted my way through. And so I started blasting. <laughs> and she didn't die. She did get shot a lot. Yeah. I was actually really worried. She almost really died for me. She sounded like she was not doing great. I will say as I got towards the end of my playthrough, I completely gave up on nonviolence. I, once, I, <laughs> once I got the sword, everyone, oh, yeah. everyone was a doomed to die. Everyone's a target. Yes. Yeah. And I was killing a lot of NPCs that probably had story content that I maybe gated myself out of. But they were annoying me and pissing me off, and I thought they were evil, and so I, I killed them. <laughs> I reached that point. Yeah. yeah. Great game. I love it. I love exploring, yeah. like, going through in the tunnels, sewer systems. It's just... I love airfields, saving scientists, getting robots. <laughs> it's like I'm watching the Let's Play again. I just want to take a nap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're almost there. So we get to the airbase. Then we can do the sub base. I like the sub. I love oh, I love going through all the corridors and stuff and trying to go into different levels. And you got to go like up, down, right side. This was, uh, well, a little bit earlier than this, actually. But um, I think, I think... Beginning in Hong Kong, while I was watching the Let's Play, is when I was really, really confident that I could just mash the skip five seconds ahead button mm-hmm. uh, and and not really miss any story content. And it turns out I was correct because the Let's Player I was watching. Oh, I should pull the. I should give them a shout out. Give them a their, shout their channel. out. Um, uh, but anyway, the Let's Player that I was watching 
was having a very hard time navigating this game. Oh, were they? Yeah. I don't know what it is, but the geometrical like structure of the game's maps, they just worked for me. I just could navigate opposite them easily, experience. and I, I just remembered where I things the, were at. I had the opposite experience. Because everything looked exactly the same, because mm-hmm. everything is shaped exactly the same, Lost. Instantly lost. <laughs> this game desperately needs a map that shows you where you currently are. But they are. do have maps. A map that shows you where you currently are <laughs> and fair. what direction you are facing. Yeah. Thank oh you my to Ermacurd Long Plays. <laughs> 11 hours and 27 minutes it took oh, yeah. to beat Days Oh, it took me like 20 hours to beat I the game. I was appreciative of you sending me that link. Yeah. Ermacurd <laughs> yeah. Long Plays, if it weren't for you, um, I would be blissfully unaware of this clunky no that's not true <laughs> uh if it weren't for you i would never have experienced visually the rest of the game <laughs> i you have your fight with gunther in the sub base after you get the submarine going yeah. another fun enemy to <sighs> lay a trip line for i especially <laughs> especially if you're preemptively i i had the problem we were killing each other exactly the same time mm. we literally just both die <laughs> i had that three times mm-hmm. until I just threw a grenade in the corner he's hiding before he even saw me and just yeah. blew up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I laid one in, in a doorway and then ran away from him. Let, it's, him. let him chase me. It's so good that you can just fuck people up with mines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love the lambs. Actually, actually, really funny to just watch people get totally jibbed. Just like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, juked out. Yep. I love juking out enemies. Red and, mist. Red mist? Pink mist? Oh, when the when, when a person they explodes, yeah, yeah, pretty much. They're you kid, can't getting jibbed, getting turned into giblets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, my God, I. You can't get their stuff though when that happens. No, which sucks. no yeah, it is the bummer. Yeah, it makes sense, but you know, yeah, can't do the other thing. Cops are really good at uh, stealing people's shit. <laughs> <laughs> you get a nuke launch. An essential element of this game: stealing people's shit. And you're it going is. through the submarine base to get a nuke launched out, too? Or no, that's... Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, which you can redirect, I believe. Yeah, you, you redirect, redirect to Bob Area Page. 51. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Bob Page wants to blow up... Uh, and then he's got anti-nukes. He's like, ha, ha, ha. Right, but also you still fuck up Area 51 pretty nicely. Mm. It's all blown out and stuff. But not not deep down in the bunker. He's fine. He's and then fine. Bob Page is like, I'm Icarus. Or is he Daedalus? Mer- merges with... He wants to merge with Helios. It, it merge with Helios, which is Icarus and Daedalus combined. That's yep. it. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Bob Page is doing his super evil thing. We don't really see him much throughout all the game until yeah. this final level. Uh-huh. Where he's <laughs> Seeking like, apotheosis. Uh, right, but he also yeah. ultimately doesn't matter because no matter what... It's... Which Mass Effect ending did you pick? Right, uh, yeah. So yes. like, it, it all leads uh, up bingo. to a culmination of JC has to make a choice. Do I let AI rule the world and make decisions for humans, thus creating a peaceful world, but one where we have our hands off the rail? Hold on, there's two different versions of that, though, right? Or no, no, no. It's, no. it's just AI and, being the benevolent J- dictator. Right, but mm-hmm. JC takes the form of the AI. The AI yes, you like, combine. Yeah, you combine. You create the synthesis with that Bob Page wants to do, but you're doing it for good. Mm-hmm. Do Benevolent you dictator. Have the oh, Illuminati. Good. 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 Yeah. Do you have the Illuminati come back and that's the actual. Morgan Page promises we won't be bad this right. time. Terrible. Morgan Shroud. Morgan Trout. Yeah. Uh, this time it'll be good, but we'll work from the shadows and control everything. Or do you do the Dark Age ending where you destroy Turn technology? Turn the switch. Flip yeah. the switch. Return to anarchy. So what would you two have chosen if you got this I mean, this there's far? one choice. There is one choice, I personally think. You turn the switch off. 
Yeah, I would turn the switch off because yeah. I don't trust myself to be a benevolent dictator. I don't trust anything or anyone to be a benevolent dictator. I don't trust the Elon Musk option. Yeah. I don't trust the Democrat neolib option. Yeah. I trust the anarcho yeah. option. Yeah, we must all become Luddites. <laughs> when yeah. Which I we asked really you must. a couple of days ago. <laughs> Which we kind of, yeah. I would argue, we do must. I yeah. knew you yeah. picked Tracer Tom. I mean, there's only of one course, choice. there there's really only is one only choice. one really choice. Really, only one choice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want to guess what choice they chose to be canon for the sequel? Uh, the oh. merge option, right? The benevolent dictator. I think that would be the most interesting one, but I don't actually know. And the sequel is Invisible War, right? Yep. All three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. Right. Right. A dark age happens, but also yes. JC is a benevolent AI that trains other people to do things, but also and the Illuminati, Illuminati is in control. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> yeah, like JC. Because that is, that is so what everything, happens, that, that, that's real life, how right? Can, yeah. every, everything is always everything. How can a benevolent <laughs> AI exist in a dark age? Uh, look, <laughs> I have not played Invisible War. How can uh, all of your friends defect it's, it's from Unico without age. any custom. It's really, it's more of a gray age, you know. It's a, it's a, it's a shade age. It's, you know. Not, you know there's a little light. It's not, yeah. It's, enough it's, light it's a for dusk a benevolent age. emergency. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of quick and dirty of the story of this game. I, like, like final thoughts, I highly recommend experiencing this thing. Try it. It's, it's it's like that fancy scotch. It's like Shakespeare. Uh, it's like a, a, a an acquired taste cheese. Try it, and if you don't like it, spit it out. I think it's. <laughs> I think this game. I do say try anything once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love the college philosophy. I'll try anything once. Try anything once. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this game. Belongs in a museum. <laughs> yes. A, yeah, it does. Of it, does. it does. Yeah. But also... Library of Congress. Yeah. Truly, it's so hard to, it's so hard to it, capture my feelings on this because I think it's one of the best games I've ever played. Wow. I truly... I don't think I'd say that. I... It's one of the games I've ever played. I have played it. It feels great. <laughs> yeah. It feels great to play. I love the gameplay. I love the story. I love all the characters. I love how weird everyone is and very specific. I love that the game understands its characters are ridiculous. I keep thinking about the CEO that just says, well, of course, of course right now Unaco's bad, but there's good people in there. It can change. You got to change it from the inside, JC. Mm. Got to change it from the inside, man. Yeah. <laughs> just dumb. Just dumb people making dumb choices and no matter what you choose, it's kind of bad. But I love the only ending that gives you the main theme is the Dark Age ending. So I think that one has to be canonical. That feels right to me. <laughs> Should we move on to questions? Oh, finally. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Our first uh, set of questions comes from Hilver. What are your favorite moral choices in a game? Any experiences where the choice led to something you didn't expect or anticipate? This was supposed to come in last month, but it was literally sent in right after we recorded. I'm gonna I'm gonna go backwards to uh, last last episode with Kotor. Okay. Uh, one of my favorite moral decisions is again. It's when you meet Dustal in the academy, <laughs> and you can insult Karth in front of him. And if you insult this man's father in front of him, he chooses to attack you, and you have no choice but to murder him. Yep. Because I, the reason why I like that is because a lot of moral decisions we make are really, really tiny decisions yeah. that are maybe feeling inconsequential in the moment, and it you never know. The ripple effects can cause a tidal wave. <laughs> For me, it was when I got to the end of Vault 34 in Fallout. New Vegas, and up to this point, I thought, you know what? I'm helping. I'm helping these farmers. Their water supply is poisoned. This is going to be just an easy thing. I'm going to shut the re- reactor down, stop the nuke. It's it's good. Fight my way through a bunch of ghouls. Really hard level. Oh my god, it's kind of scary because there's some jump scares. I finally get down there, and on the computer terminal, it says, "Hey, there are people who are underneath the reactor." that are subsisting off of its power, they're okay. If you shut this down, they're going to die. Yeah. It's the trolley problem. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. like, that was my first kind of real encounter of the trolley problem. Especially it, in, like, practice and play. Yeah, it struck me. I, I was... I sat at that screen looking for a good, like, two minutes <laughs> thinking about, what am I going to do? I'm trying to be a paragon of justice here. What is the right thing? Well, the NCR is the coolest. I'm going to help the NCR. <laughs> <laughs> but in later playthroughs, I, I now say, I'm sorry. I gotta, we got to help the people. Yep. yep. You can find water elsewhere in the wasteland. Yep. Especially in that one. Yeah, especially in that one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. um, I think my favorite one is, it's always the cl- question of how you treat uh, Classe. What's, how do you pronounce her name in Disco Elysium? Classe? Uh... Clashia. Clashia. I don't know. That's not the one know. that yeah. lies to you yeah. so much that your senses yeah. betray you. Yep. I I just... it. You can know for certain that you're right and then be completely wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to figure out what do you do because you're clearly doing something really wrong. Yes. But how do I... What do I do with you? And I, I think it's a very defining moment in your playthroughs of Disco Elysium when you have Harry make a specific choice in that instance because you can go straight cop and be, well, you lied to me. Yeah. You're going to jail. Sorry. Even if it might kill you, literally. Uh, yeah. Or, I mean, you let her get away scot-free, just get... The other option is incel digmatized. Yep. And you not, you, you get nothing useful out of her, even. Yeah. And you don't push the things you need to push. And so I always find that as an interesting moral choice. Yeah. The most unexpected one is there is a uh, renegade option in Mass Effect 2 where you just... <laughs> I, w- I wasn't expecting to headbutt another Krogan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and that's always yeah. just a good moment. And yeah. As much as I have a love-hate relationship that borders on mostly hate for Mass Effect as a series, I do love it when Renegade Shepard can have some fun moments like headbutting a giant turtle dude. Just great. It's a good one. Gotta assert your dominance. Uh, continuing on the question from Hilver, this is uh, for end of the year touchstone games questions. 
Which games almost made it on your touchstone list? Oh, yeah, from last year. Yeah. I really wanted to put Ocarina of Time on there, but we already, we already did we it. We already did it. But what actually made your... T- because obviously that one couldn't even make the list. <laughs> um, I had one on there for a while called Drawn to Life, which oh, is yes. a really cute uh, DS platformer. Yeah. The story in that game is just really touching, and it was creative in a way where you customize your character. I'm like, mm-hmm. you literally draw your own character and assets, which I thought was really fun. Um, that was so on the list that I even bought it. Yeah, yeah. I need to it's play it. It's a cheap game. It's like I know, but uh, but still, like I'm, I'm more saying to emphasize, like I bought it because like we it were was really on the list for a up while. until like December of 22, basically. Right, right. and then then Soma happened. Yeah, then I was like, you know Soma. what? More important. More important. Fuck you for that, by Such the way. A good it's a good game, but spooky. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Um, I mean, we know the answer to this one, right? Fire Emblem Sacred Stones was on the list, but, but Dale said, I think the best decision we need to do, the more logical one, is Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> Follow-up question from Hilbert <laughs> is, what game do you think defines the Touchstone game from each other's list? So, yeah. for me, I think your defining game was KOTOR. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Kingdom Hearts 2, but it, it really is KOTOR. It is close, though. I am a sicko in two different directions because of those Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, man, for you, though, this is kind of a toughie. <sighs> Fuck. I'm just, like, staring at Dale, hoping the answer will just <laughs> appear... All right, let's go through down yours. Let's go down through yours. Go yeah, for, yeah. Okay, we out. had Kirby's Nightmare in Dreamland. Right. We had Mega Man Battle Network 4. Which, that is up there on the top. We had um, Soma. <laughs> we had uh, a collection of racing games from the Nintendo 64. Yeah. Um, Advance War, yep. number one. Yep. And finally, what else did I pick? What's the last one? Oh, shit. Oh, I'm sweating. What is it? Uh, I gotta go to our list. <laughs> oh, fuck. How am I forget? We're gonna be like, oh, yeah, that one probably. Chibi Robo. Oh, yeah. Duh, that one rules. Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> that one. I'm gonna have to say it. Mm, fuck. It's between Soma, Chibi Robo, and Advance Wars. It's Advance Wars. It's Advance Wars, actually. I think Advance Wars exemplifies you a lot. Love that game. Especially, like, the bite-sizedness of it. Yeah, yeah. And the multiplayer aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great gameplay loop. Just Very good. Just so, just they hit something really special with that game. We, we need to, us three, play a match of it sometime. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we on to our next question? Yeah, Probably the most important question of the day. Yep. From recurring guest and um, known voice actor, Edgelord Jake. Known mm. problem, <laughs> Jake McCaskill. The best problem. Yeah. Is Deus Ex Cyberpunk? Yes. 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 Okay. All right, next. <laughs> he asks this for every month, and this time it's correct. <laughs> yeah. Social of Spectre. So, Spectre. You get that, listeners? The Spectre of Socialism <laughs> would like to know what voice lines did you find did not age well? What voice lines have you found in the game that make you say, ooh, that didn't age well? Hong Kong. <laughs> um, for me, and it's in a different way of I'm, I'm I'm being liberal with my use of didn't age well. 
is J.C. Denton saying, why would a bakery need all this electronic security equipment? Because <laughs> that's all places now. Y- yeah. Hmm. It didn't age well because... Interesting choice. Name a bakery that doesn't have that anymore, yeah. right? Like, there's some yeah. sort of security system in almost yeah. any store. Yeah. Dale? I didn't like this game. <laughs> so what didn't age well? Name the specific... All of it. What do you mean all of it? Why? Um, this game rel- reminds me a lot of Half-Life, the first one, um, because it's got that kind of iconic, like, everyone talks about how much this game did for video games. Yeah. And then I go back and I listen to uh, Alex Jacobson go, J.C. Denton, your next message is going to get some What about, J.C., did you go into the ladies' restroom? I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Uneco better issue some hardware. I mean, there's some banging lines. It's a it's a campy cop movie from the eighties. So things things age well, things age bad in in campy cop movies from the eighties. I think, uh, but I didn't play the game very much, so I don't have really any authority on this question. I listened to it, and I thought that it was just. Number one. Boring. In 1945, corporations paid 50% of federal taxes. Now, they pay about 5%. Number two. In 1900, 90% of Americans were self-employed. Now it's about 2%. It's called consolidation. (laughs) Strengthening governments and corporations. Weaken individuals. With taxes, this can be done uh, imperceptibly over time. That's from this game? Yeah. Leo Gold, one of the um, that's a fucking uh, right wing copy pasta that shows up all oh. over the internet. <laughs> wow, I did yeah. not know that, that so, was like, from this game. And like, there is like some like um, aspect of it where there is a the individual person is more important. I weep for the rugged individual. Yeah, the rugged individualism that young yeah. men must experience. Deus Ex does kind of have a like a, a neoliberalism idea of what a, a, a conceptualized society should be. Which does kind of suck. It's about the individual and not community. Like, they're so right with saying everything, but then when they get into the self-employment of, yeah. oh yeah, it's because people aren't self-employed anymore and aren't being their own man. Yeah. That's the real issue. Yeah. Bootstraps. Yeah, there's a little bit too much yellow on this supposedly anarchist flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Great quotes. Let me see if I can find a... What's good? What What's good? An honest soldier, if he can be ordered to behave like a terrorist, J.C. Denton. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's like what's watching a, good, a Bruce Willis soldier, movie. if not a terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's yeah. good. Next question. Yes. Annabelle Lee Omens asks, "What game mechanics have been improved upon since this game came out, and what?" Games could do, uh, be a good example of how uh, far certain gameplay functions have come. So, my thing is, I'm going to do the typical typical move and reject the question. Um, I think actually games should play more like this mm-hmm. than it should play more like other games. I gotta leave. What, what would you all think would improve this game a lot? Like, control-wise, gameplay-wise? Just give me a map. 
Yeah, it sounds like map is like kind of a thing we keep coming back to. Yeah, I, I think the map is the big one. I think there's a compass though. I th- I think another thing that would be helpful would be, and I think it's not, and it's something that I a compass without a map is yes. so it's really funny hard I mean, there, to navigate. There are times. I mean, it it's yeah, it's 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 one of those. I'm going to stick you out in your backyard with a compass. It's like one of those old you. games where you're expected to draw your own damn map. Yeah, and, and it's also um one cool. Oh, Thing, oh, I, I, I one cool bring thing this in this game is you can you can take your own notes. Mm-hmm. You can you can adjust yes. and rewrite, and that is a cool feature that I wish more games had. So I, I like that yep. note that there are things in this game I wish other games today did. But I think this game needs a map. This game needs I the manual. We're forgetting that yes. the year was 2000, and we got a That's really nice true. glossy paper manual with That's this computer true. game yep. that the three of us did not have access That's to. That's true. Very true. Um... I think oh, there was something else. Oh yes, and I think this could work well with the game. Uh, more tutorials, like I, I think mm. you should get a virtual experience. Like when you have an option between two augments, give me or or maybe a, a tutorial that you can play before the game starts that lets you try different augments. Yeah, Ooh, so that yeah. you're not because because when you get an augment in this game, it's oh it's you don't get to try it right away. You have to take it somewhere else. To then install it, mm-hmm. and so instead of letting you quick save, try it for a little bit now uh, in the dungeon, like in a Zelda yeah. game, you get a new tool, try it right away. You know, you learn how to use it while you play the dungeon. This one, it's like, well, you get a new tool, and then later you can try it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you try it out, you have to make two a choice of between two things. You're maybe not even in the middle of an action zone, so it's going to be another 20, 30 minutes until you're going to use it anyway. That that needs to be a part of this. Yeah, and maybe the modern thing is like now a game when you select a skill on a skill tree, they have a little visual animation. Like yeah, a that's, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, that, or that or, or they let you just try it out, see how it feels. And, yeah, yeah, and that, then that you could... can refund your skill tree. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, respecking. No, I mean, you're a freaking robot man. Why you're, can't you? Why respect? can't I uninstall? And yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, good question. Now, Dale, these, I think, next set of questions were kind of not requested by you verbatim, but just requested about the topic. I believe this is a topic you requested for some reason. I guess I did. I guess I did. We we don't always like to touch on the cultural zeitgeists uh, of video games, but um, this one's kind of hard to ignore. Yeah. I mean, it's been fun to... It's been fun to be haters of this. The current game that people are playing... For this week. For this week. We'll see what happens next week. Pal World. Oh. Pal World. Her- Pokemon with guns. No, it's Minecraft with Pokemon, people. It's mm. it's the Minecraft Pokemon mod. That's all it what is. What is the question, Dale? Uh, okay, so anyway. <laughs> Suzor asks, how could they have made Pal World, quote, better? By keeping it unreleased. Ooh. Now, here's my thing. <clears throat> to fully inform the audience... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Oh, we gotta. We get this is a big, big disclaimer. Big disclaimer. None of us has played this. I'm not touching that shit. No, not interested. I uh, so make it better. I I might play it if it wasn't survival crafting. Amen. Uh, I mean, yeah, I have no interest in doing work when I'm trying to play a game. I like survival Uh, crafts, but I'm tired. It's a big, it's a uh, big barf for me. (laughs) Yeah. How many times are you gonna make me play Minecraft again? You yeah. okay, but you are also like the most funny person for you to say that. Like, I'm gonna is, go put another hundred hours into Valheim real quick. Yeah, you were just talking about Valheim before we started this <laughs> podcast, so I don't know if you can say that. Okay, but Valheim is my Minecraft. It's I found the Minecraft that I like. No Man's Sky. 
No, okay, I found the two Minecrafts that I like. <laughs> v Rising. You I don't play. I haven't played V Rising in actual years. Subnautica scary. Subnautica spooky. Underwater is scary. Ocean squid bad. <laughs> You're babies. <laughs> yes, but nothing scares me, so I'm not a good judge. Oh, I'm a baby. I'm a baby. Subnautica, Subnautica would probably make me shit at my computer chair. I, I was so baffled as to why people thought it was terrifying when I tried it. Get a, a, just no. And Jimmy's better with scary things than I am. Yeah. Water spooky. So yeah, yeah. I just make Pal World's like a cool concept. They they did already do Digimon, which is edgy Pokemon. Yeah. I know what would make it better. Loosen IP laws in general. Culturally, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remove IP I like that laws. Idea. Yeah. All right, next Suzor. Next from Suzor is what fun imaginary Pokemon games would you like to see in the future? I need a like uh, a, a social network like Persona style like slice of life Pokemon game where I'm just playing a person who's just living their life, maybe running a bakery with their with their like Psyduck companion or something. There's a Netflix show, I, I think. Oh, the Concierge, came, Pokemon yeah. Concierge. Yeah. Give me that in video games. Yeah, well, I would do that. I like satanic, demonic themes. I like grimdark, so maybe... I, Dante's I think, Inferno, but Pokemon? Yeah, demons. Let me collect demons. Let me collect scary, creepy shit. Wait, Yagami uh, Tensei. I've also, yeah, hold on. <laughs> wait. Here, wait, no, but here's, so here's a fun collection game that I don't think people would think of as, of as a collection game. The Shadow of War games. The Shadow of Mordor games. Oh, sure. You're collecting creepy orcs. I, I've always wanted yeah. that, but as a, like a Warhammer game, actually. Okay. Because I, mean, I, I want to be like a chaos... Uh, lord who is like a, a black legion mm-hmm. chaos lord collecting chaos guys to my cause. Now, have you ever heard of Shimigane Tensei? Yes, I have. Okay. I'm not, it is not collect- particularly interested. It is collecting demons. Though. I know. I, it's just not a game, you ever not to a collect- game style I'm interested yeah, in. That's right. You ever want to collect a giant dick on a chariot? It's yeah. there. It's, it's, it's waiting there. for you. Yeah. It's waiting for you. <laughs> what are your complaints about Pal World? This is my overall complaint. And this is why it kind of turns me off generally. I just, like, think we keep doing this cycle. Yeah. Every month there is a new game where we're doing this level of discourse and intensity and, like, fake outrage, real outrage. Yes. And we're just stuck. Good take. In this marketing and (laughs) hype cycle. To the point where we're even asking questions about this. And this is the only reason why I was fine with this. is because of this last one. This last question really brings it into focus. It really just bothers me that we yeah. just... What's we're... my problem with Power World? I'm being asked to have an opinion of Power World. <laughs> I, don't yeah. care, I don't care about Power World. And like, <laughs> let me not care about it. it yeah. like, like, it's just like... It's not even like, don't let me not care about it. It's just, we're going to do this again next month with a different thing. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth comes out at the end of next month. We're going to have a whole thing for that for a couple of weeks. And then we're going to move on to like whatever big game is coming out next that is getting a lot of trend, tension and getting a lot of clicks. People, Skull and bones. <laughs> whatever algorithm determines, hey, this is the thing we want people to know about it. Like Kind of like how like Among Us blew up for like a little bit. But nothing really has staying power anymore. And I don't think we get... Remember it. Fall Guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 We don't get any interesting conversations because we're all so consumed with this current intense hype cycle. And then we got to move on to the next new thing instead of looking at old games and talking about them and, like, thinking about them. Yeah. Someone should do a podcast about that. A lot of people are. That's the thing. There are outlets for this. It's just not 
oh yeah, I know we are doing it right now with Deus Ex. <laughs> but, but I do want to say we're not the first people to do that. I no, want to acknowledge not. the fact that we're probably some of the wait, last Wait people. a minute. You're telling me there are other gaming podcasts? People like to talk not, about video Not games? even that. I'm telling you there's other gaming club podcasts that talk about older games. Yeah, wild. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I know some of our listeners to this one listen to other ones. Um, <laughs> I have in my notes here that next month we're playing Deus Ex. Am I in hell? Oh, sorry. I didn't change that. Yeah, am, I in, hell. am I in hell? <laughs> I meant to add Invisible War after that. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like hell. No, we're playing a different game next month. Yes, this one is one that Faden and I are truly hype on. We I... boarded the hype train the right second away. we saw the trailer for this one. Like, right, for like... Over two years. Over two years we've been waiting to play Thirsty Suitors. Hell yeah. We're going to reconcile with our exes. And rec- fighting your exes. Reconciling. It, okay. I'm going to kick their fucking ass. You could. Insult them. Break them down. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to tear down these little sad boys' are you gonna, hearts. Yeah, are you going to be like <laughs> Mean Jala? Mean Jala, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go skateboard and listen to punk music, and my mom's going to be like, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, we're playing Thursday Suitors, so that should be fun. Um, Uncle, thank you so much for joining us again. Are you going to join us next month? <laughs> uh, I maybe I'll have it's to look into game. thirsty. Su- it's also like seven hours games. long. Yeah. I I need to try more games, and I am so Fuck grateful yeah. to be invited to try more games. You it's know a what? Lot of fun. That'd be great. Yeah, just kind of be like a new a, a third a third seat, third seat on the podcast. If you wish for me to be here, I will be. Here. <laughs> so yeah, who knows? Check check that out. Do you got anything to shout out? Um, I don't know. I'm I'm excited to learn more about TTRPGs with my friends that are not Dungeons and Dragons. That's oh, something I'm looking forward to. Let's go, future. heart the city beneath. Yeah. Faden is building a pantheon of tabletop games. Yes, <laughs> it's pretty exciting. It's been a lot. I've been I've been a uh, 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 tabletop pilled. It's very fun. Mm. Uh, shout out to Echo. Like that game. Uh, also, shout out to you can find my Twitter at Faden Cross. Very easy. I post about. The games we're playing. You can ask me questions there for stuff. Submit questions. Dale, do you got anything? I got nothing this time. Well, until next month, goodbye, y'all. Peace be with you. Bye-bye.